Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I just had a hankering for some, some street corn, boys. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know what happened. I walked into the kitchen where uh, the barbecue was yesterday from Eric's Barbecue. And uh, for some reason, I'm like, oh, I could go for a big old bag. I got too much elote in my system. And now I'm kind of, I'm hooked. Street corn needs to follow me around. I like it. I want some more. Big old mouthful of it. Anyway, sorry. Can't go in the kitchen <laughs> anymore. It's a trigger. It's a trigger for delightful treats. Uh, yeah, and then Eric. Texted I know me. how you feel. Yeah, I can imagine. This is I, I should have thought of you know been more sensitive to this. Is how Brady's life has every every room has a food memory. <laughs> Some of those that harken back and sneak up on you when it, when you least expect it, and they look better than ever. Those delicious legs on that that ham. Oh, <laughs> oh. wouldn't you just like to spread those open and chow down on that ham again, Brady? Remember that room? Yeah, I had that just a minute ago. Uh. I forgot what I was thinking about all that street corn. I'd like, you know what, I'd like a, a woman in the form of street corn to just materialize. And she'd be the perfect woman because she'd be made of street corn. She'd look, like if I had weird science, she'd be perfect. She'd be shaped beautifully. She'd smell of street corn. And then I'd eat her and she'd be gone. <laughs> Would never have to deal with her. <laughs> just put a wig on the yeah. air. I don't need a wig for that. I find bald beautiful. Although I'd probably wake her up a little bit. It's a little too much like banging yourself if you're a street corn person. Oh, that would be tasty. Uh, so another old man story, because yesterday I shared my hip replacement uh, plans with me and my 77-year-old friend Skip sharing BOGO day on hip replacements on the 24th. So um, yesterday my friend and I, Colin, humongous fans of Silence of the Lambs, both of us, uh, we wanted to write a musical called Silence where there were songs for no reason at all in the middle of the story. And we wrote, they were funny too, they were really good. This was years ago. It came out 30 years ago on Valentine's Day. The great James Gum and uh, Hannibal Lecter and Clary Starling. So they, they re-show old movies on Tuesday. Have yeah. you been to one of these? Oh yeah, yeah. I went and seen Goodfellas, Smokey oh. and the Bandit. Uh, was yeah. it crowded? It, it actually was. It was packed last yeah, night. Yeah. I, it five bucks. They do Tuesday night uh, replays of old movies that, you know, you're like, God, I hope, I hope this holds up on the big screen. And man, does Silence of the Lambs hold up on the big screen. It was suspenseful again. I've seen this thing a hundred times. It was basically Rocky Horror Picture Show for Colin and I. We know the whole movie up and down. So we can quote it. But we were quiet, like, watching this thing. So, but here's the thing. Getting into it. I bought tickets online, as you do. Yep. To go to this pick thing. Pick your over. seat. Yeah, you can pick your seat and all that stuff. So I, uh, I do that, meet Colin at the thing by quarter to seven, roll up 15 minutes before the thing starts, roll up to the, uh, to the lady, my barcode, because they email, they, then they email you stuff that says, do you want your tickets uh, now, or do you want them text you? And I'm like, well, I'm holding the same device. I'm like, what the f-? <laughs> so I hit the button. This is exactly what happened to me at the Suns game. Barcode. It's not, it's not a thing. Well, you're the one with the... It is a thing. Look, here's the receipt. Here's how much I paid. 
it's right in front of you. It's a thing. Here, do it again. Boop. It says it's an invalid ticket. And I'm like, well, what do we do about that? Because now it's now it's now the ball's in your court. Like I, if I had a paper ticket, that system that used to work just fine. Yeah. Uh, well, hold on a second. Boop. And she goes, you know what? Take it over to him. Now the ticket taker is Bernie Sanders in a in a COVID mask. Oh no! I swear he just looks. Colin's like, we got to go over to Bernie Sanders now. He's, Does he have the mittens? And I'm like, well, that's what I said. We got to go. If this doesn't go, we're just going to go buy this guy really expensive mittens and come back. And I'm like, uh, and and besides, when you have somebody that looks that much like Bernie Sanders uh, at the gates. Of the theater, shouldn't he want everyone to just get in for free? Yeah, he should let you. Yeah, everyone, no problem. Everyone, yeah. Every, every, well, <laughs> prices, the prices of movies are too high for everybody, and I think that uh, well, 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 you, the poor people can't afford to go see these films because it's uh, thirty dollars. The average family spends a hundred bucks. Oh, everybody in for nothing. Everybody free popcorn and a delightful soda pop. Uh, so there's Bernie. Whoops, there's Bernie, uh, and he's uh, doing his thing. Goes up, boop, nothing. Sorry, no go. And then Colin goes, man, no kidding. He goes. That might be Bernie Sanders. Like we were pretty con- he'd, <laughs> convinced. He, uh, the closer we, you know, when you see somebody from distance, goes, "Oh, there's there's movie ticket taker Bernie Sanders," or you know, there's there's uh, Indian Danny Ainge was. Yeah. You know, like we're pointing out people and doing the who they look like if they were this. But we looked at each other like this actually may be Bernie Sanders. Nope, sorry, not that's nothing I can do. Go back to the desk. Go back to the desk. Boop. I'm like, all right, now it's seven. I'm like, movie starting. Uh, forget it. And he goes, well, do you have the card you purchased these on? And I'm like, yes. What's the name? I'm like, it's on the card. And I'm, like, I'm not mad at you. But Here you this, go, sugar jugs. This system sucks. <laughs> Just print out. And so the manager comes over. Now there's a line of like 12 people. And every one of them's like, this happens every time I come here. This place should be called uh, Harkins Fashion Square. Take your time. You're going to be 15 minutes late for your movie. Our system doesn't Our work. Our system doesn't work. So, it, boop, nothing. Well, uh, and the guy's in the computer, and I'm just like, it's a $5 ticket. And, and then he goes, well, what do, you, he goes what do you want me to do? And I'm like, two for silence of the lambs, please. And I hand him the card, and he goes, well, I don't want you to have to pay twice. And I'm like, I'm willing to give you $100 to not go any right. further than this. Right. Two more. And so, uh, so he's looking at it. And we're all struggling with why it won't work. He won't let go of the idea that this thing has to be the ticket. And he goes, all right, pick your seats. Pick two new seats. And I'm like, we're just going to sit in the seats I chose earlier today. Uh, and goes back and forth. Uh, then we're going back. We're doing uh, mindless talk about it. I'm like, just two tickets <laughs> for the goddamn thing. Here's $10. We're going in. Get the new tickets. And then uh, as I look at the phone, I'm like, oh, oh, I bought tickets for Chris Town. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was all my fault. <laughs> I was an indignant prick for about eight minutes. And then like, ah, you bastards. This is your problem. And I did it. It's my problem. I did it. But goddamn it, give me tickets. I'd have noticed hard tickets. But I hate that system. <laughs> well, and, it, and, and technically, going back, it wasn't really my fault because when I hit buy tickets, it took you right to the Christown thing instead of the Fashion Square. So it was a little glitch on the Fandango uh, side. So every ticket sold. Because when they showed me the seating chart and said pick two new seats, I'm like, we're G1, G2. And I'm like, this is a different theater than it was on the computer. And that's when my brain said, Uh-oh. you aren't at the right location. <laughs> and I looked and I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, and I know for a fact – I wouldn't have picked the Chris Down Theater. Gah, I want to live. <laughs> also, it would have been fun, though, to see Silence of the Lambs with an audience of black people. Oh, it's been so loud. Oh, man. <laughs> Shooting at the screen and everything. And <laughs> hey, Senator, love your suit. Ah, Hannibal got your ass, bitch. <laughs> All right. Bitch in the well. This is my favorite part. Put the lotion in the basket, dumbass. Half the theater's empty. They ran out. Yeah, something freaks them out. 
I would, I, you know, silence. taking Thunder Horse with you. You've been oh, fine. Oh, that, uh, <laughs> I wasn't worried about anybody <laughs> yeah. murdering me. I was just the, well, maybe I was a little. Yeah, yeah. That's probably, I wouldn't go to Chris Tempett. But, uh, yeah, I was, like, Silence of the Lambs with a, a black audience would have been phenomenal. Phenomenal. And he's like, you help me out with this a little bit? I was getting that couch in the back of the van. Don't help, dumb bitch. Don't. No, man. You get, What you getting in the van for? <laughs> That's your ass. That's your ass. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for you, dumbass. How come you got such a crappy apartment? Your mom is a senator. What are you living in a terrible neighborhood for? Dumb bitch getting in the back of a van in the middle of the night. Who going to feed that cat? Hey, who going to feed your cat? I, that would be the best way to do that. That ain't I was, right. I was with a white audience who chuckled uncomfortably at Hannibal Lecter's What's it Migs say to you, multiple Migs in the next cell? He hissed something. What was it? I can smell your... <laughs> and they go, ha, 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 ha. Like, you sick weirdos. That's not a <laughs> laugh line. That's a repulsive moment in the movie where multiple Migs says he can smell her C-word. And then the close-up of Hannibal's nose. I, however, cannot. Use heavy on skin cream. Like, oh, man. And these people are like, hee, 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 hee. He can smell it. I'm like, stop. <laughs> yeah, white people laughed at all the psychopath moments. I think a black audience gets Silence of the Lambs a whole lot better. Maybe like, it gets funnier the more you see it. I don't I've know. seen it a hundred yeah, times, and none of it you was know. funny. None, like, I know the moments that are funny. Like, tell me about Catherine. Is she a large girl? Big through the hips? Roomy? Those are the moments you're like, Ew. those are, but white, white audience was like, yeah, is she, she's going to die. And they're like, weird. But black people were like, yeah, sounds like a hot bitch to me. Why did it hit Rumi? Damn. They killed that big fat white girl. That's a tragedy. Let's kill one of them skinny bitches, Jane. Kill Jodie Foster. She's too skinny. I would like to watch Silence of It was great, though. It held up. And the the uh, that's a cool little thing. They got a few of them. Like my favorite yeah. movie of all time is Rear Window, and I missed it a month ago. They're coming back in October. I've never seen that on a big screen. But I'm like Silence of the Lambs on the big screen. We were was talking great. about the other. Um, I mean, not too long ago because you, it's it's funny. It does it. It's different. A lot of people are saying yeah. no. I, I like my home theater, but no, some it's movies not even close just pop. Well, yeah, I, all new movies are terrible at home. Yeah. But all new movies are also terrible. Like all those Marvel movies, are they're not they're they're eye candy. There's nothing special That's about it. it. You can miss them, and I can talk. I can talk to people about the Marvel movies so long as they're not nerds, uh, and pretty much go. And then I assume everyone landed on one knee, looked up, and the fight ended with this. Oh yeah, but you don't know because the oh when that Infinity Wars thing happened and Mo and Larry are isn't that weird? We got a Mo and a Larry. We need yeah. a Curly. Yeah. I guess that would, I'd be Curly, right? I guess that's me. So Mo, Mo and Larry and the bald guy are in. Well, that's odd. I never really put that together. And they're and they're talking in the office. I'm just like a really in shape curly. <laughs> we got Mo, Larry, and Curly. I had never thought of that. Anyway, uh, Brady, you're yeah, right. Brady could be Curly. I don't know. Sorry, about that. we got. I'm Shemp. Who am I fooling? <laughs> we got a Curly. Sorry, I didn't mean. Let's to get you in there. Yeah, I, I saw the nudge. <laughs> How have I not put all this together? <laughs> Mo, Larry, and Brady is even better. I don't need to be that. I'm like the weird zookeeper. All right, you guys have to get out of here. And then, whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, so we're talking about that Infinity. St- which one? The End Game. End Game. 
and I'm in the office, and I hadn't seen any of it. And Larry had a bootleg copy, and we're watching. I'm like, this looks like garbage. And he goes, well, it looks better on a big screen. I'm like, I don't know. It looks like crap to me. And then they had that girl power scene. Yeah. Where the girl oh, yeah. superheroes yeah. got together. Yeah. And then at the end, I'm like, so uh, the bad guys are all dead, and then all the sequels will start, and each individual one goes, oh, no, 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 like 10 of them are dead. And I'm like, so they've got some sort of magic that will bring most of them back. And no, the next this, time, this time they're not going to do that. And I'm like, guys. It's a billion-dollar franchise based on those characters. They're not dead. The only one that's dead is Tony Stark. Come on. He's dead. Yeah. They're, they're going to have like an Obi-Wan moment. They didn't do like what Star Wars did, which was kill guys and they stayed right. dead. Right. I mean, their, their image would come, use the false Luke. But that's just old tape. Tony Stark is dead until they find yeah, an origin story. Time. They'll have their origin story. And they'll cast a new one and Robert Downey Jr. will be the executive producer and dummies will plop down their 20 bucks and – It'll be a billion-dollar movie that's so predictable and painful. But I will admit that it probably does look amazing on the screen compared to at home. Because this movie, this movie, Silence of the Lambs, is not a visual spectacular by any stretch. In fact, it's yeah. bleak. I don't know. The Chamber of Commerce of Baltimore, Maryland, should have sued everybody for all the shots of Maryland that are like just Elk River uh, West Virginia and Belvedere, Ohio, and all the – Pittsburgh was where they filmed a ton of it, and they found, like, the most desolate, gross, you know, uh, fall, no leaves, winter shots. Yeah. Of, uh, awful. Gray. Nothing about this movie is shiny or happy at all. And uh, – but it's like it it worked. And I've seen it. I can't tell you how many – I remember seeing – it came out on – it's the craziest thing. It came out on Valentine's Day of 91. It was a date movie for a lot of folks. <laughs> <laughs> and – uh yeah, 30 years later, that popped. You saw Smokey and the Bandit at this yep. thing? Oh, yep. man. Goodfellas, Friday. I'm trying to think what else. I went and seen Dirty Harry. the original. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't need to be seen. <laughs> uh, Dirty Harry. Uh, Did you see Friday at Chris Town? No. Oh, no. come Next on. Time, Where's Friday your I didn't know Thunder Horse then. Otherwise, yes. I would have went. You, you hadn't met a black yet? <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, I would love to see did you see they're that. doing a Sopranos roundtable in Mesa? Yeah. Oh, we're going to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brett and I are way we're already ahead. Already way ahead. Oh, way ahead. Michael Imperioli and oh, it's going to be Sharipa. great. Yeah, I can't wait. Paulie Walnuts? No, he's not going to be there. He's not doing it. I thought Tony Sharika was part of it. No, uh-uh. Oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, he's on it's, the uh, story, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big pussy, big pussy, and big pussy. Uh, Chris, Bobby, and Chris. Oh, yeah, worth it's not, it. It's not Paulie. If it was Paulie, I'd be in line right now, yeah. waiting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just a picture of you two. Oh, if, if <laughs> Polly, about not reminiscing. That's a picture you need. I'm oh, yeah. Oh, you that'll be your Norm MacDonald when Polly dies. You'll oh, be like, my God. Oh, no. Do now, can you imagine you. if he came in and you guys I'm made stopped, kind of stopped. friends? I know. He's crying. A little teary wow. right Could now. you imagine if you – these are those moments where somebody you've looked at on TV and said, this is – for some reason, this is something huge, like for me. And like I said, Norm and Phil Hartman were the guys who were like, I don't know why I'm connecting to these people so much. But, I mean, even through the TV, I'm like, that guy right there. That's what I want. You and Paulie Walnut. Oh, yeah. So I got to meet Norm. I got to hang with Norm. If Paulie and you had a moment here in the show, oh. hey, Brett, let's go over to the Italian American Club. What oh, do you say? Oh, man. And the next thing Can't you know, imagine walking in with Paulie. You, oh, <laughs> no. It would be an Ejac. It would be the Bellagio of Italian Ejac. It'd be like throwing out rose petals <laughs> off, <laughs> like that. It'd be like, the Chevy like, Fountain. Yeah. Like in Return of the Jedi. Like <laughs> 1,000 perfectly harmonized. Whoa! Hey! <laughs> On a scale, <laughs> and like like Caesar would come yeah. out of the ground, and ghosts uh. of old Romans and Italians would like that would recreate the council. Pretty amazing. But those are those things where you're like, oh, yeah. man, if you could get 
And there's a chance he'd do something in here. That's the crazy part. Like if the Sopranos had – We need to work on that. Oh, we need, Toledo, get on that. Okay. <laughs> Try to get Brett to meet his – let's do that. Brady, who's yours? Uh, Chef Boyardee's not alive. Yeah. <laughs> Who would be somebody that you're like, hey, Toledo, get me that guest? I, I like, because for me, it honestly, Norm would have been a top fiver for me coming into this job of who do you want in the studio? Norm. Quentin Tarantino, we had on the phone. Yeah. He'd be on my list. He'd be on the list. He was uh, awesome. Letterman, but I know that's never going to happen. Yeah. In the room. Not in the room. Uh, We'd have to go to him. And I don't know that I want to meet Letterman now. With the long beard, why? No, because he got all political and uh, full out uh, lib cuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just got too. He wasn't Letterman anymore. He became, uh, he became Harry's dad, and got all. He 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 he. You know, people. Dave Dave was a pioneer in TV, and then all of a sudden he was just. He ended up being the same thing as Stephen Colbert. All of his stuff was kind of. All right. You're a little, and that whole TV show he had on Netflix. He's not a good interviewer. He's always just been a good ringmaster. Who is yours? Let's bring. I don't have in one here. right off the. I mean, there's a, a a ton that I'd be like, oh, that's would be cool to meet. But, like, but as I, a kid, yeah, it can be anybody. It can be anybody. Like if it's uh, Archie Griffin, if it's uh, you know somebody from your childhood, like a poster on your wall, or and it, like there was there ever time I got to see this guy. You had no. Emotions as a child. No, there. But I, you know, <laughs> like nobody. You didn't have like that kid idol thing. You didn't have that. This guy's the best. Run to his movies. Run to his shows. Well, uh, early on, like as far as in tennis, Bjorn Borg, Johnny Mack, and that would be one. Of, John McEnroe coming yeah, in this go, room would yeah. be like, oh. And then next thing you know, you and McEnroe are talking. Yeah. Hey Brady, let's go get some lunch. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm gonna blow you, McEnroe. <laughs> It's going to happen. You're going to get a Mac and blow This job. cannot be yeah. happening. <laughs> you cannot be serious. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> was clearly out. Yeah. <laughs> ah, he's right in my throat. It was out. <laughs> and yours, probably Polly. Probably. Well, well, I mean, wow. Pesci, Pacino. Oh, wow, please. Now I mean, you're now, shooting yeah, for the shoot stars, for the mate. That's De Niro, he does everything now. I mean, he might actually come in. You know what? I'm doing a contest for you at 8 o'clock. The De Niro double down, huh? Raging sitting bull. Yeah, De Niro might come in. <laughs> he whores himself out for everything right There's now. There's a movie so. called Really, Really Bad Indian Grandpa. De Niro double down. Savage Grandpa, it's called another one from Haynes. He redid all of his movies as if they were Native American. <laughs> Toledo so would be be, oh, Toledo. It would be his dad. <laughs> no. All right, let's get something more uh, attainable here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. pick uh, Pesci. We can get him. Your dad's not coming. Somebody for you guys? What? Probably when I was younger, Eddie Murphy was, was yeah, the guy that I always loved watching all of his movies. But you don't have one that's uniquely yours, kind of like... People, because I think I don't think Norm's on, on the peak of everybody's list of saying who would you like to meet in show business, and Norm was on would have been on my list. Um, well, it happened in here. Brewer, I loved Brewer, Brewer. for the longest time, yeah. and then meeting him in the studio that was, was, pretty was cool. just awesome. Brewer's pretty great because he was he was just so cool. Yeah. And Jay Moore was a little bit of a he's bananas time. Yeah. because I didn't realize how yeah. bananas he's bananas. He was. But I always liked Jay Moore too. But he's yeah, he's just. He's Jay Moore. Suicide Kings. I love Jay Moore and Suicide right. Kings. That's an odd one, too. Your list is poor. Oh, thank you. I, did you expect <laughs> No, I didn't. I was okay. boring. I was bored by Toledo's list. Imagine that. 
We should get Jay Gutentag in here to be your idol. <laughs> well, you've seen one of them, Randy Johnson. Dick. I just sat in a room with him and yeah. just stared. See, there you go. I just How stared at cool him. How cool was that meeting? That was, Having that Randy Johnson like laughing hysterically at me, you're funny. <laughs> and then I'm like, holy crap, this isn't real. Mm-mm. Like, this moment isn't real, being pals with Randy. Brady's on a road trip with the guy hanging out and sharing hotel rooms because they're wow. too bad. Hotel the rooms. two of them are too cheap to get their own Motel 6 room. They Jeez. shared a hotel. That was for the Multi- drag races, right? There he is, just tidy whiteies. Yeah, I don't care how much I admire or idolize anyone. I'm not sharing a You're room. Not doing a road I don't trip. know how you did you that. You wouldn't do a road trip blast. with Norm? Of course it was, yeah. except for the sleeping in the same room part. That's unnecessary. You have your blast and you go your separate ways. You two. Yeah, it was like no big deal. Yeah, but you think about it. Weird. Yeah. You got this like super multi-millionaire. You got to understand, it, not only the room, it was rental car, yeah. everything. Well, the rental Cash car, Cash at the door. <laughs> He's... This, Multi-millionaire. Here you go. Yeah. We're all square. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's paying you back the 28 bucks for the $40. $99 room. Yeah, for the- Here's your 50 I order for this one, Toby. It's Brady, but okay. $100 room and you guys couldn't get your own? Right. No, it's coming from me, room. of God, for God's sake. Oh, that's right. Look, look, I booked all my own stuff, and he's like, cool, we'll share a room. And, uh... I'll get, on, do come uh, I'll get on the same flight. I'm like, all right, here we go. Well, which is fine. Yeah. That's good. But then you tell him... You get in your own room. I said, are you sure? No, it's cool. You tell him. I don't care. It's cool. He's not telling me it's cool. If I get a room at the Aria. When he said he sleeps on his stomach, I knew I was in. And that's the thing, Brady. You should have tried to Randy Johnson. That's a better story. (laughs) So I tried to get on him or get in bed. And I would have. I'm like, we're going to share a room. We're going to share a bed, Randy. Because this is good for me. I just looked it up. The guy's made approximately $115 million. And you're splitting a room with him? Man, and that yeah. was 20 years ago. Yeah. I had to hit him up for some Porkopolis investment opportunities. <laughs> but that's, that's that. But that's not how it, yeah, it was. only like 12, maybe. It, uh, it doesn't matter that you say I booked a room. The person that says, okay, I'll share that with you is wrong. And you say, no, you won't. Get your own room. That's not how it works. When you said you're coming to Vegas... My my body cringed, but luckily I had a big big suite, and I'm like, well, there's yeah, a couch. Yeah, it was nice that you threw out, but like, you know, couch. But uh, I you go, know. you love couches. Yeah, I'm not staying on the couch. <laughs> um, there's a couch, and then there's a lock on the bedroom, and and you don't use the main bedroom, a bathroom. I had two bathrooms. There was a small powder room for you, no shower. You're yeah. gonna have to. And, and I'm like, he doesn't want this. There's no way. So I've, I passive aggressively kicked you out with before I saying, sure, come on up, stay uh, in the couch here area. That's that's as good as it gets for you. Got a but pool. You, he got That's his own awesome. room because he yeah. knows me. Got a pool, yeah. a pond. Yeah, I got a pond. Pond, pond be good for you. <laughs> and the yeah. other thing is, is you yeah. know, on that option, it was just between a couch, I would have been, I'd buy a room. That's right. So did you get your own room or yeah, did you yeah. also? Oh, yeah. oh, okay. He knew better. He knows not to do that. Shared a room with him once and he turned the electric tub on and left it there all night. Buzzing and screaming. <laughs> I think it's been a while since we've had stories. No, I don't need that. Like, no, that story was room. awful. The story is good, but it's the <laughs> last. And the, the reason the story is good is because it ends with that is the last time I'll share a room with you. Between the snoring and the and the horrible bath dry jets, the dry jets, because Brady had to have a bubble bath before bed. Good soak. <laughs> it was awful, and I slept on the couch in that room, that big wind room. It was great. Brady did, to his credit, badger the downstairs girl until she gave us the upgrade and we got a better room. And I slept in the living room, uh, about a hundred feet from Brady, while he played uh, 
a Washington logger with his nose all night long. <laughs> yeah, because this was pre-CPAP, right? Oh, it was pre-CPAP. Yeah. It was hearts on last leg yeah. sleeps. He snored louder than the Such bubble a great bath. Bed. The bubble bath bathtub he left on yeah. that had the jets in it and drained it and then left the thing on what's it. What's that? He wakes up. Did... What was that? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, I left those jets on. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, did you fall asleep <laughs> that fast? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me turn them off. When he did <laughs> homeless for the holidays, he was on Gen One of the CPAPs, yeah. and that thing was loud. And we were in that. Right, you would love it. Yeah. Oh, gee, I have to yeah. have sound yeah. when I sleep, so I'd probably have been fine with that. Yeah. Well, you don't need. <laughs> a, yeah. Oh, yeah, that I wouldn't. <laughs> so it was like sitting next to Darth Vader, or what? <laughs> I was sitting next to giggling, tickle me, Darth Vader. Get off me, Winona Judd. What are you dreaming about? And then, so I just went and got a. People don't know that about the homeless for the holidays, but there was a night I just got up and got a room. <laughs> There's a couple of them. Oh, I couldn't take it. Sleeping in your car. I could sleep out. Oh, I slept in my car almost every one of them. Because mainly Snoreboy and then that thing he had plugged into the Tempe market. I'm like, I can't do this. It's And it would rattle. And I think that was him. Yeah, it is weird, though. I would like to see you meet Paulie because I think that would be something I'd enjoy watching. Oh, man. Especially if he still had the, the wings, the silver wings. That's, that's going to be me he when does, I get older. Me. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. your job, Rich. Okay. Get because Brett's new, we got to get Brett his his one interview. We should do that and it's an how, easier one too. I mean, like uh, like a Frank Thomas because that was going sports side. That's another one. That's probably an easier one. Mine would be Dave oh, yeah. Kingman. Would you just I want to talk to him about off? the story? No, I oh, want to okay. have a discussion about that day where he flipped me off. Dustin Monsoon had uh, has uh, Brady's up there. <laughs> oh, he's got Brady's idol. <laughs> <laughs> Brady, you've been through. Uh, like, you know, the Norm McDonald thing affected me. You've been through this recently, and I never even – I want to apologize as a friend and not take into consideration how much it had to hurt because your idols, according to Dustin, were Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima, and they're both gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had time to deal with it. <laughs> and the worst thing is together. Like, he would pour Aunt Jemima on Uncle Ben. It's the weirdest combo. <laughs> Syrup rice. Yeah, it's uh, it's strange. Well, this guy emails says, uh, hey, you – Funny mother effers. I've only been listening about a year, but it's better than anything I've ever listened to. Not saying much because I was born in the dirty tea. That's Tucson. Oh, yeah. I like calling Tucson the dirty tea. Congrats on 20 years. Are you friends with John Jay? He and Rich also celebrating 20 years. Anyway, I only get to listen from 8 to 10 every day because I have to listen to my computer. Shh. Well, there you go. Thanks, Thomas. That's very nice of you. The dirty tea from Thomas. He nicknamed uh, Tucson. Perfect. From here on out, we're going to watch all those throwback movies. At Christown. <laughs> I'm going to watch all the, especially the horror. Especially ones. if Friday comes back. Well, if Friday comes back, <laughs> I'm just going to stand in the back row of that and watch. <laughs> I think that's. We all got to go to that. Are we 20 years on, on uh, Undercover Brother yet? No, Brady, that's not going to We're not bringing that back. We watched that together. Oh, soul plane. At Christown. <laughs> Brady and I went to the old Christown Theater to watch Undercover Brother, and it was just the two of us. There was nobody else. Why? In I don't know why we went and saw it. Big Eddie Fisher fan? <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking. No. What was his Eddie Griffin? Eddie Griffin, yeah. Oops. Eddie Fisher. Fisher. The old you singer. Deep. The old singer. <laughs> Carrie Fisher's dad. Yeah. It's Debbie Reynolds, I think. Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't remember. Was Undercover Brother a remake of an old Eddie Fisher classic? <laughs> remember that. Eddie Fisher should be the guy you want to meet. Toledo. Okay. But yeah, I want to go to Christown and watch Silence of the Lambs next time it comes on, because I know they'd be yelling about... 
how dumb that girl is because you're watching it like, you idiot. <laughs> when he wants to get that stupid recliner in that van and she gets in backwards, you're like, oh, no, you just know. You need help with that? Would you? That'd be great. Like, oh, no. Gently places the lotion on the skin. Precious. Oh, it's so good. And Precious, the dog. Precious a little bit fat, too. We noticed that on the big screen. Precious for a poodle was a, or a Bichon Freeze. He's about a size 14 in uh, Bichon Freeze standards, too. The guy liked fat white things. He did. <laughs> he loved them. <laughs> but, yeah, that movie held up. So, And then I, I got a few of them. But I don't know that I'd go see. Like, Smokey and the Bandit would be one I'd go back to throw oh, back. Yeah. That had to be great. Did you saw that? Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Goodfellas. Caught that one on the big screen. I don't know if I could sit through Goodfellas again for uh, Godfather hours. 1 and 2. Oh, together? Yeah. Uh, I didn't do day? them on the same day, no. Oh, uh, that's too much. I thought about it, that's and I was like, yeah, I could do this. I could do that. No, I can't. That's a lot. Yeah, there's a few I'd probably watch. But... Uh, th- that one, that's a classic to me. That one, I think I'd watch No Country for Old Men up on the screen. Again. Star like... Wars? Uh, the OG? No, no, because the last time they did the Star Wars thing, they added all those graphics to the original. Yeah, you'd have to have the oh, original because he changed it. Yeah, and I went back and watched that, and I'm like, mm, it's all loopy, stupid special effects stuff now. See, I, I would go, I, like, No Country for Old Men has no business being a movie that I care about on the big screen versus the, but when it's bigger, it just seems the suspense is better. Like, cause last night that again, the movie at the end, I'm like, Jesus, this has suspense again. I know every line of this movie and I'm, I'm like, this is great seeing it this loud and big. Well, David Chase is all bent out of shape that HBO is releasing the saints of, uh, New Jersey, New Jersey yeah. in theaters, Newark. saints of Newark. That's right. On, uh, in theaters and on HBO Max. Yeah, I'm going to the theater to see that too. one. That yeah. one I go. And he's yeah. like, he should, it shouldn't be on there. Just on theaters HBO only. Max, yeah. He wants it in the theaters only. Well, I hate the movie theater. I can't stand it. Like, And, and, and you know, yesterday, I get a Diet Coke, and then she pours it here. She goes, okay, one Coke Zero, uh, one Coke. I'm like, oh, can I get a Diet Coke? And I'm like, oh, sure. And I'm like, actually, can I switch it to Diet Dr. Pepper? Because I saw they had it. And I got a Dr. Pepper. Like, she just didn't know. She didn't know what word diet means. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll drink it, but that's you're 0 for 2, and the only job you've got is to make sodas out of a thing that just has them all lit. If you had went to the right theater, sir, you yeah. wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> she didn't know that at that point. That was great, though. Just give me two new tickets. Sir, we don't want you to have to double pay for the movie. I'm like, just, just it's $5. five bucks. Just, I've, I'll be all right. We really do apologize. It's like, it's not your fault. Like, everything about this is just a pay. I, and, I, and I always say, I just missed the paper tickets. Well, you can print yours out. I'm like, no, no, no. I like go into the thing. Buying tickets, you give them to me, and then I go give them to Bernie Sanders. Right. And then Bernie said, and for whatever reason, that's still a job. I buy tickets. They you can't clear me. They can't be you the one that be able to show it. your phone if that's what we're doing now. If I have to go to a counter without tickets to show you I've got tickets, two birds. Yep. Oh, uh, no. Uh, and he's sitting in a glass COVID booth, Bernie is. <laughs> a little tiny cutout. That's right. Where his hand comes through. Oh, you got to put the thing up against the thing. Oh. Boop. Such a no good here. Such a, you didn't, uh, you're probably too rich, not paying taxes. I'm like, settle down, Bernie. Just <laughs> here's the receipt 1378 after taxes. I bought the ticket. Uh, well, it says here that they're invalid. And, uh, you know, there's a lot wrong in this country. And uh, I'm like, all right, I'll be right back. Hey, Bernie. And I told the girl, I'm like, Bernie says we can't get in. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she didn't even blink. I think it might be him. I think I, I haven't heard much from Bernie since the election. No. I think he's, he's, Blipping tickets over at the Fashion Square. <laughs> uh, I got a job as a, uh, a ticket guy uh, to, 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 to blend with the people. 
to to uh, to, uh, to get you into your films. Highly recommend uh, the new Trolls movie. Uh, comes out uh, in a few weeks. I got a sneak preview. Timberlake is electric. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, go there when you, next time you go to the Fashion Square. Do you ever go to that theater? It's a beautiful theater, but I just don't like being around that many people. Yeah, not too often. Uh, go there, and Bernie's your ticket taker, and you will laugh because. You'll It'll see. Be worth the, uh, First off, you'll see him from a distance. You'll go, oh, that is. And you'll get closer and you're like, holy, sh- that's Bernie. <laughs> that's not, uh, this isn't funny anymore. Wait a minute. Rude. Welcome to uh, Hawkins uh, Fashion Square. I'm your ticket taker, Bernard. <laughs> May I see your phones, please? The technology is unbelievable. Nope, these are no good. You got to go back to the desk that you got these at, uh, and then the, they will beep you to clear to go through me. It's, it's a, two uh, forms of. Uh, authenticity to get into a goddamn movie. I have to authenticate my tickets twice to go see a 30-year-old movie. The paperless tickets is just ridiculous. We had problems at uh, at the show yeah. for Stained and Corn. The line was wrapped around the building as Stained was even going on. Right. I mean, it's they can't get in. No. The Suns game, I missed the first quarter of a finals game that I spent a fortune on to, to get that suite. And, you know, all the people that I was with, I'm like, I'll get the suite. You guys buy the tickets out of the suite. It'll all come close to balance. I didn't come close to balance, but it's better. And I had to spend uh, the first quarter of the last home game down in the thing because Chris Kelly's ticket wouldn't work. And the lady kept telling me, the one lady kept saying it was better the old way. And the other one was like, this technology, this keeps the scalpers out of the game. And I'm like, guess who else it's keeping out of the game? People who paid an exorbitant amount of money to see it. And now I got to sit and deal with your computer issue. Every time we went to L.A., the tickets didn't work. There were a hundred people standing outside the Clippers and Suns game. Kevin Ray's in the he get paid by the, the inside, and he's like, "No, these tickets are no good." So then I got tickets to Tame Impala on Saturday. Uh, it says Sunday, September eighteenth on the ticket, and it's a you know it's a hard ticket. But now everybody's worried that nobody's going to honor them, and I'm like, "Look, clearly, it's for the show." You just put Sunday on there instead. It's an accident. Clear that up. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think we're going to have to go with digitals on this one. I'm like, if you screw up the hard tickets, how bad are the digital tickets going to be? And I don't think I'm going to go anymore because it's the prove you're a COVID shot uh, and you've got carry a, the card. A, well, you got to carry the card. If the card's not good enough, you have to have a, a negative test within the last 30 hours. I'm like, I this isn't worth it. I like them. I don't like them enough to, and I know why I'm going to not be happy about it because we got to stand in line for three hours while they do COVID check and create that disaster mm-hmm. instead of just letting people in. At Guns N' Roses, it was you had a lot of the older people there that couldn't figure out how to use the app on their phone. Oh, so then the line is just waiting for forever. these people to fumble through their phones. It's just forever. <laughs> I wish I'd have gotten that guy those mittens. Thank you very much. They do keep the uh, temperature rather chill in here. I could go for uh, my mittens. Would be nice. At this juncture. But it's hard to tear tickets with mittens. That's why I've got my electric. Of course, the mittens make it so the touchscreen doesn't work. So it's a double-edged catch-22 for old burn. Anyway, enjoy your film. Theater 2 is to your right. You mean the one Mark 2? That's the one. <laughs> Thanks, Bernie. I would have never guessed it by that 7-foot-2 outside the door. That's the dead giveaway. Feel the burn. But in the end, it was all my fault because I had the wrong theater anyway. But Did I, they know? Nope. And that's even worse. <laughs> I know. That their like, stupid system. Oh, sir, you bought for the wrong theater. This happens all the time. Or Fandango sent you the thing and it, it, it clicked over there. Sorry about that. We can fix it. 
Or, but they you do. Really got, you, so you wanted on, like, I'm not going to let them know it was my fault. Oh, I, I, went, I figured it out at the Coke line. I'm like, oh, this is why. It says Chris down. Like, ah, oh, that was for me. That was my Ran fault. Through the ring. We're turning around, uh, telling the people line. It's not us. It's their system. They're like, oh, no, this paper ticket. We just met everybody. Young, old, doesn't matter. Well, it's the old way. Nobody likes the stupid blip blip thing. I don't mind the technology. Just make sure it's working. Now, in this particular case, it worked just fine. I was the problem. But even still, f- flying, I have the uh, you know you paper the boarding pass, yeah. and I get a paper boarding pass still, just oh, in case. You? It's not. Oh, a, yeah. not a bad idea. Putting that on your phone. I don't do yeah. the paper one. I keep it on my phone because it goes right into my wallet. And that yeah, the Apple wallet. Yeah, it does. And that's what I have it on there. But I'm like, uh, but I'm you want to print I'd one? I'd go ahead. Backup as well. But that's why I fly yeah. JSX. Yeah, you yeah. go there and they give you a receipt like at Costco. It's like, here, you don't need to like. Basically, what they're saying is, I don't want your problems and you don't want my problems so let's just make and this there's here. the here's counter your, and there's your plane, yeah, your plane they can see yeah. you like here you the go whole time you, you pretty much take your ticket and they're like get on yeah and, all right and like eight minutes later you're in the air going what was wrong with this system i didn't walk through one metal detector if a terrorist tries to take down a jsx plane pff, you got 15 people in like a small building big deal so you crashed a JSX. And they basically look at it like, go ahead, we dare you to crash our plane. We don't care. And it's the best. You're it's saying two it's hours. like a lady finger? The fireworks? A oh, small firecrack? Baby. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. It's no big deal. Uh, we got an offer from our Phoenix cop buddy, Michael. If we want to go see uh, Friday or Boys in the Hood at Chris Town, he will be an armed escort for us. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm the wrong message. That's the right message. I, as everyone knows, support the police. I think they're great. But I am not dragging one to a Chris Town Mall during a Friday showing. <laughs> or Boys in the Hood. Oh, oh uh, Boys in the Hood on there? That's not that on, on the list. list? Oh. It has been on there, though. I, I didn't go and see it that one. But. Oh, I'd go see that. But not with a cop. <laughs> what set you roll with? You look like one of them Crenshaw Mafia motherfuckers to me. <laughs> you boys have a nice day. Oh, man. I, I go see Boys in the Hood in a heart. Furious man. style. Furious is the best. You still got one brother left, though. Please. Doughboy was shot two weeks later. Yes. <laughs> God, that movie's great. John, it's not always cool to meet your heroes. When no, I got isn't. blown up in Iraq, I no. was sent to Longstuhl, Germany for surgeries and recovery. Howie Long and Terry Bradshaw visited me. I'm a huge Raider fan and Long is my childhood hero. But I was so high on morphine and Percocet, I just <laughs> well. sat there and drooled like an idiot. Well, Terry Bradshaw, like, where's your legs, boy? <laughs> Slapping him. <laughs> They're in Iraq, I think. <laughs> That's too bad. Here's a tub. Taking some of the drink. Here's a tub with a doll on it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you you never really want to meet your heroes. But when it works out, it's great. Yeah, being friends with your heroes is weird. Like that thing with Randy Johnson was too – sometimes I felt like, well, now we're just palling around. I don't like that that day at the concert. At the comedy show. Oh, he he wouldn't stop. Like he was just he was like fanboying me a little bit. Like, oh, try to be funny now. I'm like, okay, Randy, enough. Like, there's a certain point where the guy that you used to admire. I think you actually said those words. Yeah. To him. <laughs> like, I remember right. you did say That's that. Enough. I think That's backstage. Enough. <laughs> That's enough. Well, at the celebrity theater, I grabbed the mic and told everybody to leave Randy alone. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. He helped yep. us judge our Playdio show, and I'm like, uh, all right, everybody, walking up to this guy, knock it off. The reason he doesn't come out and see you is because you all act like idiots. Well, please don't do this. Please stop doing that. 
<laughs> well, no, Randy, I'm doing you a favor because you're the one telling them no autographs, and they won't leave you alone. But there was a moment where backstage at Celebrity, like, I'm done talking to you. That's enough. That's enough, Randy. You're bothering me. <laughs> one more. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, it's 7.14. Let's get a, a wake-up song, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, what do you got over there? All right. Uh, the wake-up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Josh and boys, going to hook you up. If you're going to hit the trails this weekend, going to ride out to, uh, what was it, Brown's Ranch or whatever that is? Yeah, don't go out there right now. The investigation <laughs> continues. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they got you hooked up with all the bikes, e-bikes, all the gear you're going to need. And, of course, they got the five-alarm coffee blend out there. So hit them up at actionrideshop.com as well as on Instagram, Facebook, and all the other fun stuff. And uh, on the list here, we got uh, Volbeat, Die to Live, Slipknot. Oh, I know, I know. Come on. Oh, they're a very sensitive yeah. group. Metallica, Fade to Black, uh, Cemetery Gates. Uh, Jerry Reed, he's bound and down one. for Turd Ferguson. That's the one. Who's Turd Ferguson? <laughs> that, was, that was when he did Burt Reynolds on the Jeopardy. Oh, oh that's no. right. <laughs> With his big hat. Yeah. Turd hey. Ferguson was his answer. Yeah, it's funnier right. because it's big. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? Done. Jerry Reed is today's wake-up song. <laughs> In a very twisted and meta tribute to Norm McDonald's. We'll do another one later today. There you go. This one, remember? Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> Got any gum? Uh, yeah. That was his Letterman joke. Got any gum? Yeah. When he would- and finally, back again, Burt Reynolds in a commanding lead with $14. Oh, awesome. Hey, uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. <laughs> it's great. It's not even a good impression. It's just him chewing gum with a mustache, but it's great. The character's better. Oh, that was fun. Anyway, Norm. We'll do Eastbound and Down by Jerry Reed as the wake-up song today for Turd Ferguson. That's probably a great suggestion. It's played on KUPD. I don't, I don't think it is, actually. You already no. done it before? I think it's probably like the, we're probably, this is probably the hundredth time yeah. we've played Eastbound and Down. Great song though. A band should, uh, like a rock band, should crush this. Oh yeah. We get the boys in sodomizing Linda to try to put a Eastbound and Down together. For hey, sh- Jerry Reed's dead. Marty, if you're listening, it's only two minutes long. A rock out a little Eastbound and Down. Jerry Reed's great. Who got you as on bandit? Black is beautiful and expensive. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, uh, Jerry Reed for Norm McDonald. All on stage in the sheriff's. Who what? Outfit. I'll run on stage. Oh. When he's bound down. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, chasing you, the band out with a Diablo burger in my hand. A <laughs> yeah, I want it. You really, really, really want it? Yes, I really want it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still haven't heard from her yet, so we may have lost a, uh, a listener because Toledo's uh, added again. And I'm t- we'll try to fix that. I've, I've reached I out. Apologize, I've reached Jay. out to Jay. I got a lot of people that are rooting for her for some reason. <laughs> What's going on? It's got a text from anonymous father that said, uh, "I hope that uh, Dyke beats the tar out of that young man I've never met." <laughs> anonymous dad. I'm like, all right. Well, that deck's that. the kind of son I wish I had. Yeah, yeah that would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Brad. He's everything I never had in this son. Anyway, well, I'm looking forward to hearing from you, Jay. Hopefully she doesn't switch teams, so to speak. Anyway, and I don't like this. A guy a guy emailed me a picture. Uh, he refuels aircraft, like big ones. And next to the fuel port where you put in that big pump, there's a picture of Gerda Thunberg, and it says, how dare you? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, funny, but I don't like my, I don't like my planes being hilarious. Here's, here's, uh, did you guys end up watching the rest of that 9-11 documentary on Netflix? To watch no, I got five into it. Okay, it goes right up to July. The last episode is the end of July and the beginning of the pullout of Afghanistan. I'm like, wow, they got to work on this thing quick. You know what I'm taken with? And maybe this is just because I missed the point of things a lot. How in the world are we so conscious of safety in our cars by making seatbelts a mandatory thing? And in Afghanistan, you can pile 15, 16 people on top of a car, and they go 40, 45 miles an hour. I know. Same in India on those trains. Yeah, but, okay, the trains are just horrifying. But I think people fall off the trains. Regularly. Uh, They have video, constant video of people driving along these bumpy roads. You're not breaking as much in trains as you are in a car. A sudden stop, just even at five miles an hour. Yeah. We could cut back. We've seen that video where they all came off the top of the... The one truck <laughs> right, that I yeah. have. Well, they smash the brakes. <laughs> but they're going 40, 45, unpaved road. We're afraid to put our kids in the back of an S10. We're soft. We need to have kids riding on top of cars again. Oh, yeah. And I've never Wait, said what? this phrase before. We need to be more like the Taliban. We need to get we need to get people we need to get people on top of these <laughs> damn cars. Toughen us up a little bit. <laughs> Not in all regions. It's my Marge shot quote of the day. Boy, I look forward to tomorrow's thing. Hitler had some good ideas. No, I was watching that, and I was, by the last couple episodes, it gets a little bit monotonous with the information and stuff you kind of know because it's only a couple weeks old, which I was impressed with. They put a documentary together that fast. But the last couple episodes, you just have 18, 20, 25 people riding on top of that car. No problem. And you know what the best part was? They were wearing masks. Even the Taliban. <laughs> They're like, you know what? I don't have my thing on today, so I, I don't want you guys to catch COVID while we ride in the most dangerous car of all time. I don't want to catch COVID. Well, the women wear them year-round. Well, they have to, and that's smart because they spread diseases. We've all known that for years. <laughs> Wrap them up. Mummy those ladies. But, yeah, I, I I look at our cars and all the safety features and everything else, and then you go to another place in the world and you think, you know, we always talk about how unsafe it is to walk our streets and how dangerous it is to... Are you kidding me? Have you looked anywhere else? They, 10, 12, their public transit is a Toyota, and it's got 30 people in it. I'm blown away. And they must know something we don't know about leaf springs and shocks. Because they we, overload well, Because we can't yeah. get cases of water in the back of our Chevy here Not without worrying. Not recommended to do like, this. You know, <laughs> Brett was worried leaving the Operation Hydration that one morning. We filled that thing up, and I was worried. It was, oh, yeah. You can put... 45 Afghanis in the back of a car with weapons. Shocks hold up. Well, now that they have uh, 10,000 Hummers. Yeah, they've they got a lot more around. cars. That's true. Well, Brady making a political point that kind of stymied, stymied the fun a little bit. Thanks a lot, Grandpa. Thanks a lot, Grandpa. We all know the political. We, okay, the geopolitics of it, not as. Google it, John. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I was marveling more at the. Hilarious side of that they ride around on top of Brady wanted to bring up the fact that we gave him billions of dollars of American equipment. That's right. Anyway, well, thank you, manhole cover. You've closed this portal <laughs> to fun.
And that's what you need to know. Good. Paul Harvey has taken over Brady's spirit and has ruined everything. Someday, Brady will have his own show. (laughs) Paul. I believe it. (laughs) There's a mule in North Dakota that plays banjo. And that's the end of the story. Did you not get picked for that job? Yeah, you you had to be in the running when Paul Harvey died. (laughs) There's a young man in Phoenix I'd like to have replace me. He struggles with reading. Diction is an issue. And normally his stories have no end. Perfect. Come on, Polly. The all-new Paul Harvey show. Page two. At the uh, second story bar in Scottsdale, you go to the bathroom, and they're running tapes of Paul Harvey all the time. Somebody there has all of his work, and they loop it. And you're taking a leak. 17 people were killed in a boating accident in 1851. The story begins. (laughs) Like, I'm taking a leak and I want to stay here forever. Something about that guy. Welch's grape juice. Did he, was he a Welch's grape juice guy? Yeah, he's a big grape juice guy for uh, I think you're thinking of the other guy. No, I remember he did those. That Brimley? No, No, because for his eyes and he liked it. He poured it in his eyes? Yeah, he poured it in his eyes. He waterboarded himself. Calm down, Joe Rogan. waterboarded himself with grape juice. The other day I waterboarded myself with delicious Welch's grape juice. The only grape juice I use for interrogation. He waterboards with it. Does yeah. anybody else find it fascinating that Taliban can ride on top of cars and we have to wear seatbelts? I'm fascinated by it. Paul, how's that splash dance going with uh, Not good. <laughs> I nearly drowned myself in grape juice the other day. The only way I want to die is by Welch's. <laughs> I think you're thinking of the guy that said, that's good, because they had a similar sound. I don't think Paul Harvey was your Welch's guy. I think the dude in the commercial had a little bit of a Paul Harvey sound. I can't find a, the Welch's commercial. Yeah, I can't find one with Paul Harvey. Just didn't he say, made with re- delicious Concord grapes, that weird dude on the porch. He sounded like Paul Harvey. You just pictured maybe, maybe Paul Harvey drinking. <laughs> He's sticking to it. But you know what? We still gave the Taliban billions of dollars. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get it. Taliban? I know. Taliban. Yeah, I was, you know, you kind of stomped on it, but I really did find it fascinating <laughs> if they ride on cars like that. I'd be so. I got yelled at by a cop once for a girl at, uh, in high school was riding on my Jeep bumper, and I was going about two miles an hour, and I didn't see the police. I'd eat flipped out. Hooky bobbin. That's what it's called, the hooky bobbin. Hooky bobbin. Isn't that hooking onto the back of it? Yeah. Yeah. Dragging Spun something. Around, yeah. yeah. But you got a, you got like a surfboard or something. You're not just running. Well, in Montana, you got the slush and snow. You don't need. Oh, a that's right. You're ice. You're flipping yourself around. Yeah. Either way, I don't think the Taliban's playing. I think you guys might have been enjoying Hooky Bob. Either way. Well, if you guys want to email Brady uh, Harvey on that. <laughs> the news. And now it's time for the news with Brady Bogan. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> I just wondered if they had some sort of a safety feature on top of their Toyotas that we don't know about. They just seem to be Never for years. Yeah, 10, 12, 15 of them. We'll have to ask Pat. buses Holding guns. Like we, like we would never. The four of us. Watching you two try to change windshield wipers was dangerous. The four <laughs> of us sitting on a car with loaded weapons. One of us would shoot the other one accidentally. Just on the first speed bump. And our roads are paved. And I know we don't hear about all their news and it probably happens. But I've watched a lot of video of them driving around. And never once does one even look unstable. Like, I don't even see anybody nervous. I'd be scared to death up there. By myself, I'd be nervous. I don't like parades because people stand up in the car. And I think it's a 
it's just an automatic option with every truck to have the gun turret thing in oh, the yeah. center of it. <laughs> They're sure, good at the, dealer, <laughs> the dealerships. The dealership, I haven't seen yeah. one. It's John Elway's uh, Toyota dealership <laughs> over there in Kabul. It's an it's an addition. It's a feature. It's it's the showroom model. Seats four comfortably, a hundred and eight very uncomfortably can ride on top. Anyway, we got hot releases coming up in just moments. If Toledo could stop fighting with the listeners, it's ninety eight KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Uh, yeah, that's it. We're just trying Cancel to do, that bet. Trying to do, yeah. Brett's trying to bet WNBA basketball, which is hilarious. He's diving in. So, that is when you know you have a Degenerate. problem. You are done. You're first off, you live alone. That's what Bob Kemp would bet on that stuff. Bob Kemp down the hall knows his WNBA bets. I heard you say that to him yesterday in the hallway. I say, hey, using the betting apps there, Bob? Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know. I've already just... had people for years. Yeah, replace oh, okay. my bookies. He's been betting like mad. He's got a wall of TVs. But, uh, uh, yeah, betting the WNBA is when you know you're no longer gambling responsibly. You are now gambling willy-nilly, which is in the pamphlet to say don't do that. That's what Rand messaged him. Come on, John, betting WNBA is easy. Always bet the under. Always bet the under. But again, I remind you like I did a couple days ago, there is some poor intern sap whose job it is to handicap the WNBA games. And that poor kid's life, I would rather uh, clean sewers with no gloves than handicap WNBA games because that means you got to pay attention. Misery! But yeah, if you want to bet that, basically the New York Liberty is a 12-point underdog tonight to, to the, the Connecticut Sun. Connecticut Sun. <laughs> I would bet the money line on the Liberty because it's a plus 650. Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't because I'm not going to bet on the WNBA. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. Uh, Norm McDonald passed away yesterday. And as a, uh, a person who fancies uh, this show to be uh, based mostly in let's just make it fun and funny, nobody uh, in my existence, I believe, has made me laugh more with odd things than Norm McDonald. I've laughed really hard at a lot of people, but Norm was always a guarantee. And uh, and just take this moment. We haven't done this for, I think we had one for Ralphie because we were pals with him. This is just somebody that uh, I honestly put up on the Mount Rushmore of funny in my lifetime. I, I think Norm was one of the most creative and uh, just he took every subject and made it great with a delivery that no one would ever dance with. Uh, you'd never try this. He was unique. He was brilliant. Uh, and uh, I hate to use the word idol, but I think I might have to. That I kind of idolize Norm MacDonald. Uh, in a weird way. There are some times when I hear myself tell jokes and I'm like, that was a very norm delivery. Like you do the thing, oh my God, no, I would never do that. That's WNBA. Uh, you know, you just do that stuff where you start, you couldn't help it. If you were in a room with him, you talked like him. Uh, and he just kind of commanded the space. And one of, he was very nice too, on top of it all. But he died. And Toledo, you put together some stuff uh, from Norm just to remember him. What do you got first? Uh, well, I've got a couple for you to choose from. A story that he told with us about Super Dave, um, oh, that a was softball great. game. Yeah. And he did it as Super Celebrity Dave. baseball game he was Celebrity watching Celebrity baseball game. I've got his video that he did for Brady. Let's play Brady's video. Now, okay. Brady got married uh, 16, 15, 15, 15 years ago. And uh, we had some celebrities do a video for us and put it together for the presentation. And Norm was one of them. And this was Norm's marital advice to Brady back in 2005, right? 2006. Six. Okay, here we go. This is Norm telling Brady uh, what how to make marriage better. Hang on, i got to plug in. Oh, 
There you go. Start over. Marital advice for Brady. Just anything you want to give him. And, and Pat, if you want to say okay. something horrifying. Should I do it now? Yeah, you're on. Oh, I thought the light was supposed to be on. Hey, Brady, just a little marital advice. You know, one day the honeymoon will be over. You'll be married, you know, a longer time. And, uh, and then it's time that, you know, in the bedroom might get a little boring and... A way to spice up the, the, the bedroom is to maybe role play, maybe, you know, uh, put on different costumes to pretend you're with different people. And uh, that's, like, really pathetic. <laughs> and, you know, you shouldn't do that. You should just go, well, we don't like each other anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't, because uh, what happens is you do the little role playing and, oh, I'm the lumberjack and you're the blah, 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 and uh, that works for a while and then you know two months later your wife's fucking real lumberjack <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you from experience <laughs> and Brady you've taken that advice and yes. have not played lumberjack at home <laughs> brilliant uh, and then Norm told the story about watching uh, this is when we first heard him do the Super Dave impression which I stole immediately. I thought it was brilliant. I've always watched. The best Super Dave impression, by the way, is Dave Coulier. But Norm has done this, and I and he did this for no reason at all. He told us this story about watching a celebrity baseball game, and Super Dave called him up to tell him that the celebrity baseball game was on TV. This was great. Norm McDonald is here. You yeah. do the greatest Super Dave Osborne impression of all time. <laughs> it's hilarious. He phones me up and leaves messages. Turn on Channel 6. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want to see this. <laughs> They're doing a celebrity game, and Alan Thicke is up to bat. The pitcher is Corbin Burnson. The first pitch of the game, Corbin Burnson pitches as hard as he can and hits Thicke in the ribs. Thicke goes down like a load of bricks and can't move for five minutes. The trainer's running on... Thick wants to continue. How much would you pay to be there and to see that? <laughs> Turn to Channel 6 immediately. I absolutely love that one. Uh, I made him tell that a few times. Yeah. That was early on. That one was from 07. 07. So was a, a, a young five and a half, six years old then. Yep. Or as Brady says, 19. <laughs> <laughs> In Mexico. Yeah, in Mexico. The Mexican, in the Mexican metric rate, rate. <laughs> 19 years is equal to five American. <laughs> it's like the pesos of time. Uh, what else you got? Uh, you want you had me pull up his the Letterman, Letterman and you Dude, had me pull up uh, the Daily Show. Yeah, one. the Daily Show one, which my friend Colin just actually sent me and said he'd never seen this. Uh, this is great. This is him on the Daily Show days after the death of the crocodile hunter, which this I love. This is great stuff. I wanted to talk about the crocodile hunter. Did you? Because I think... Yeah, yeah you're yeah, going to make yeah, him yeah. sad. Because I think, you know, it was, it was tragic yes. at the time. But I think... <laughs> I don't know. People call me, man, they're shocked. Who? Oh, hey, you wouldn't believe it. Who got killed? The crocodile hunter. <laughs> don't, please don't make me laugh at this. This is not, they were this is like, not good He was do. 44 years old. I'm like, that's a ripe old age for a crocodile hunter. <laughs> That's not. Uh, and you know who had to be pissed about it were the crocodiles, because uh, he got killed by some fruity fish. And, uh, 
So you know, you know the crocodiles were like, "Hey man, that crocodile hunter got killed. Who did it, Frank?" Nah, nah you don't even want to know, man. <laughs> please, please don't do this anymore. <laughs> Yo, Bill, man, you had a chance once. The guy go, man, I had a chance. I had that mother. He was, he was Tommy with a stick. I could have eat him and his kid. I, I don't feel good about this. You remember I ever tell you that story, Bill? Yeah, only a thousand times. That's for the kids. All right, Norm McDonald. All right. Uh, him promoting that and talking about and the, the bravery and the and the funny, but I I do seriously think that maybe the best uh, the best polished uh, thing he ever did in his life was his final time on Letterman. Uh, Letterman was saying goodbye. It was April of 2015, 16. I don't remember when Dave went away, and uh, he had Norm on. And Norm and Dave were like I think David Letterman thought Norm McDonald was the funniest person in the world, and. Uh, and Norm did his last hit, and I and this is something I can say that we this is a Pratt moment where I actually did before we went on the air. I said, "Hey, I have to tell you, as a fan of comedy, what you did on Letterman's uh, your last set on Letterman's thing was maybe the best stand up I've ever seen on a talk show. It very rarely goes well on a talk show. Sometimes it's good. I said that was the best you've ever been, and I said, and also incredibly touching at the end, uh, him saying thank you to Dave for his career." Uh, he does a thing about World War II in Germany. That is, how long is it? Five minutes, maybe. That's nine minutes. Nine total, minutes. Uh, total yeah, thing. it's fine. We're gonna play it because it's it, it's Norm. And uh, so this is. Uh, I don't even know if this is legal. Is it? Are we allowed to do this? Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's like, Oh, it's true. It's a, uh, is uh, Norm on Letterman the last time? And this is a good way to say goodbye to him because this is how he said goodbye to Dave and uh, yeah, Norm McDonald. The world's a whole lot less funny. The funny bone is a whole lot uh, number than it once was. Without a guy like Norm McDonald. So one of my idols, uh, Mount Rushmore of funny, Norm McDonald on Letterman the last time. Remember that. This man began his television stand-up debut with us 25 years ago. Didn't know that. I didn't know that. Very talented actor. Nobody funnier. Ladies and gentlemen, Norm McDonald. Thanks, guys. Listen, I don't want to brag or anything, but uh, me and Oprah are making the same money tonight. But uh, the show has loosened up considerably. I noticed I was watching Oprah and uh, Dave talking about weed and booze. I don't do either of those. The hardest drug I ever did, LSD. And... uh, I remember as a kid, I was like 16, and I remember they told, warned me, they said, hey, you got to be careful with that LSD on account of you can get a flashback. Ten years can go by, 20 years, 30 years, and a flashback will happen. So I thought, hey, that seems like a good deal. You, know, you, you tell me I buy a drug for $5, I eat it, I get high, and then 20 years later I get high again? That's not the point. I like to stretch my drug dollar. The point is this. <laughs> Ten years have passed. Twenty years have passed. Thirty years have passed. And no flashbacks. What a jip that turned out to be. <laughs> Just more horse 
by the big acid companies. That's all it is. But I can't believe it's been a quarter century since I made my television debut. It was all different back then. You know, it was back then. I remember if you wanted to take a picture, you would use a camera. <laughs> Not a telephone. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if you used a telephone, people would look at you odd. <laughs> you know just stay still, I guess. <laughs> what about in the old days when they took pictures of you way, way back, you know, where they pulled that thing and exploded and stuff? <laughs> I got a picture of my great-grandfather. The thing took six hours uh, to take your picture, and uh, it was a picture of my great-grandfather, one. They only had, every guy had one picture back then. <laughs> and it's just him, like... I gotta get back, feed them hogs. <laughs> Who's gonna feed the hogs? <laughs> Somebody gotta feed them hogs. Now, in the future, of course, it'll be different. 50 years from now, people will be going like, hey, you wanna uh, see 100,000 pictures of my great grandfather? <laughs> I got him right here, plus everything he did every day of his life. <laughs> hey, this occurred to me today. Uh, ID, ID, which I had to show it again. There's a strange abbreviation when you think about it. I is short for I. <laughs> and then D is short for dentification. <laughs> They could have split that one up a little better, you know? <laughs> but I watch the TV, I watch the news, make you afraid of the news, you know? Put all these stories on, Iraq, Iran, North Korea, you know, try to scare you, you know? But does it ever really scare you? Like, you ever wake up in the middle of the night, ah, North Korea! <laughs> that little tiny country across the ocean. I wonder if they'll get me. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, didn't MASH settle that like 20 years ago? Why'd they have to watch that stupid show? There is one country that worries me, though. Not Iraq, not Iran, not North Korea. The only country that really worries me is uh, the country of Germany. I don't know if you guys are history buffs or not, but... Uh, <laughs> In the early uh, part of the previous century, Germany decided to go to war. And uh, who did they go to war with? The world. <laughs> it had never been tried before. And uh, so you figure that would take about five seconds for the world to win, but uh, no, it was actually close. Thirty years pass, and uh, Germany decides again to go to war, and again it chooses as its enemy the world. 
And this time they had that guy scrankly, crankly, that guy. And I'm not even going to dignify him by saying his name, but I think you know what I'm talking <laughs> But you'd think at that point the world would go, listen, Germany, here's the deal. You don't get to be a country no more on account of you keep attacking the world. What do you think, you're Mars or something? (laughs) Anyways, listen, folks, this will be my last time on uh, the David Letterman show, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, you you guys, we all know that David Letterman was the greatest talk show uh, host who ever lived. But I... Dave differently because the first time I saw him, I was 13 years old. I was living in. Uh, <laughs> I was living in Toronto, Canada, and I went to a talk show they had there. And uh, David Letterman was the stand-up comedian on the show, and uh, I loved stand-up. And David Letterman did this joke that I told everybody. This joke, I love this joke. It still uh, stays with me as my favorite stand-up joke ever. So I'd like to do it for you if you'd like to hear it. <laughs> because um, I, uh, I, I was on the street the other day and uh, I, uh, I saw a garbage truck. And on the back of the garbage truck, there was a small sign that said, Please do not follow too closely. <laughs> Another of life's simple pleasures, ruined by a meddling bureaucracy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you remember the old days when, when Dad would pile the kids in the station wagon and we'd all go out and follow a garbage truck? <laughs> so anyways, I'd just like to say, I know that uh, Mr. Letterman is uh, 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 not for the mockish. And uh, he, has, uh, he has no truck for the sentimental. But if something is true, it is not sentimental. And I say in truth, I love you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ah, I got me. Oh, my God. No one. There you go. Funny died a little bit yesterday. That's a crusher for me. Uh, Norm MacDonald on his last set on uh, Letterman. Awesome. Uh, he will be missed. That is for darn sure. And it's for funny people in this room, and there's four of us in here. It doesn't get better than that guy. Uh, we got Rock Wars coming up in a little bit. Yeah, I want it. You really, really, really want it? Yes, I really want it. A little bit of everything. and do some singing, some dancing, some chatting with the guests, the skits, the monologues, the comedy. Wonderful comedy. It really is a lot of fun. Thursday morning, and uh, high above us is a teacher from uh, South Mountain Community College, I think, that the lady's up there in the SpaceX. I always talk about wanting to do space travel and flying in that uh, giant Jeff Bezos phallus would be awesome. That seems great. The Richard uh, Branson virgin shot that went up into the space and did a couple flips and then came back, that seems good. This one, no thanks. 
And not because I'm afraid of space. Trust the billionaire in charge? Totally trust the billionaire. What's it, Isaacman? I think so, He just runs a payments processing center and made a billion dollars in his 20s. Kid's amazing. Uh, But uh, this one I don't – this is not because of space or because of launching or because I don't trust. First off, I like a roller coaster to have uh, somebody who knows how to stop it. Within touching distance. That's fair. That's check one. Those methy guys at the state fair and at stuff? At least I mean, they're nearby. I guess. This one is an all... This is like us four yahoos getting shot up into space. <laughs> Are you going to be like, hey, Brady's it's got it? <laughs> you know, it's, it's a slingshot. It's three goddamn days, and nobody You're knows right. what they're doing. Brady would be like, pretty sure it's that one. Yeah. Second, <laughs> I don't want to spend three days in a hotel room with, with three strangers. <laughs> And I don't want Brady and you, you fiddle fart, with all that equipment nearby. 100%. You'd crash us in a second. I don't know who I'm going up there with, and I don't want to do it. There's no pilots. I mean, Safe as kittens with me. That Jason, what's <laughs> it, the Isaacman guy is a pilot. But I mean, of like Piper 181s and right. stuff that you land at Deer Valley Airport. I don't know what he's flying, but he ain't flying, you know, these automated super machines. I'm not going up there without somebody going, don't worry about it. Um, we don't even do like remotes. Uh, for the radio station in the parking lot without an engineer nearby going, I got this if it all falls That's apart. That's true. That's true. I'm not going to space with We learned the hard three. way on that one. Always. Well, yeah, because if they're not coming with, then <laughs> yeah. if it's not working, yeah. Toledo shoving a screwdriver in the corner of it isn't the proper thing. Once, I'm once leaving. Mike Malo left, he stopped kicking ass. Well, when uh, Clayton, Clayton, <laughs> Clayton went with too, us, and he yeah. wouldn't get up on yeah. time. I'll get down there when I feel like getting down there. Super Queen, we need you. At you, the place you left Vegas, five thirty in the morning. What's thing. going on? Oh, he was back here. He that was <laughs> why we he went with us. That was Los that Angeles. That was in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. The one where he walked into the hotel room and I got a upgrade because uh, I did that just to make everybody upset, namely Eric. But I get an upgrade <laughs> in my room. And then they gave me a concierge level thing, and there's this bar in the middle of my floor. This beautiful setup, and I took Brady and Super Queen up there, and all the TVs were on Fox. That's right. And our gay engineer Clayton goes up there and goes, What in the hell's going on up here? This all, everybody's got Fox News on. I hate Fox News. I hate anybody who likes Fox News. I'm like, Stop it. It's disgusting. You guys are pigs. Fox News is for losers. And we're like, All right, we're leaving. Let's get out of here. We get in the airport or in the elevator. And what is, what is Clayton like the first thing he does in the elevator? Come on! <laughs> that was way too loud. Smells like Oscar. <laughs> smells like my man Oscar. You smell that? That's Oscar said goodbye to me this morning before we left on the airport. We were in our plane, and Oscar said, I got to give you one before you go. And you just got a little, we're like, you, got, oh. you got a little taste of my rapture last oh. night. <laughs> God damn it, Clayton. And that was the last time we ever traveled for the show with equipment. Prior to that, it was in Vegas, and they're like, you don't need an engineer. You got Toledo. I'm like, he's no engineer. <laughs> he can break a seatbelt in a car. He's no engineer. So you got to bring Clayton with you? So the next time we did, because oh, okay. we went to Vegas. and yeah. uh, We went to Miami and brought him. We're setting it up, yeah. and it's 5.30, 5.45. It won't connect. We finally go on the air. It connects, it disconnects, it connects, it disconnects. And I'm like, that's it. See you guys. I'm like, what? Blackjack. I'm like, I'm done. We're done. I'm going to go play. I'm going to go down to the casino. Hey, JG, uh, check your email. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be yeah. sending you yeah. the show. <laughs> Actually, I was like, I'll just be sending you clips, old clips. I'm like, that's it. If they don't want to send anybody, we don't do the show. So that said, I'm not getting on a spaceship for three days with nobody also, qualified Brett, to fly that was, it. That was under the Czech regime. Oh, so yeah. Just to yeah. be clear. Well, no, it was just under the transition because I had to call trip and go, I'm not normally this difficult. Oh, right. But if the thing doesn't work, I'm not going to sit and struggle for four. And the engineer that we had up in Vegas, really? You guys are leaving? Like, yeah, this doesn't work. That's right. It wasn't Clay. It was a local guy. Yeah. What are we supposed to there. do? Well, I can get it working. 
Mm. Yeah, but not when the show starts. Give so. me an hour. Yeah. No. Later. We're on for our last break. This should have been done <laughs> yesterday. Oh, you didn't send anybody. My point exactly. Bye. But I'm not getting in a SpaceX spaceship with you three morons <laughs> floating around. First off, I don't want to spend that much time with anybody. I don't want to spend sense of adventure. trapped in a recliner by three it's, days. It, it would Ooh. be like being a hostage at the Lazy Boy store. And space is cool and all. <laughs> but I'd rather get probed. At least the aliens have a pilot. Well, it's all automated. You're assuming. Right. The last thing I... Well, they didn't even trust those uh, Waymo cars without a guy in it for a while. Yeah. Well, until they were falling asleep and still hitting people. Yeah, they were running folks <laughs> over because it didn't work right. I don't trust the third or fourth SpaceX flight to go, all right, now it's good to have everybody in there and have no, uh, no pilot in charge. We'll do it from the ground. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you've got one of those good big... Supersize Honda generators in case the power goes out down there, Houston. Uh, SpaceX, uh, does any, anybody up there know how to work the uh, intercom system? Anybody go to Mesa High? Anybody know how to hotwire? <laughs> Jason, we're on the ship. Over? You don't have to say over, Jason. Just, uh, I don't know why Barack Obama's down there in Houston, but here we are. Uh, hit the little red button on the right. There, there's like 16 of them up. We're going to die, aren't we? I'm not going to lie to you, Jason. Uh, it's not looking good for you. You're right. It's over. Tell you what, we lost power down here, and uh, yeah, we we, uh, we thought it was all automated, so we never hired a guy to fix power. And, uh, enjoy space. You're going to see a lot more than you thought. Are we going to land early? You're going to land, mm. uh, but not on Earth, probably. Depends on your definition of land. How much do you guys like the moon? A lot. Pretty much a lot. It's... Well, there Hang it is. Left. You're pretty much just, if everybody leans in their recliner, it's going to go over there. You're, you're at the mercy of gravity. So nobody's flying this thing. No. It's, like, it's like Larry down on the ground with his drone He's joysticks. Exactly right. Somebody's flying it wow. from the it's ground. It's a drone spaceship oh. for three days. I'd, I'd be all over the SpaceX. Shoot me up there. from And then we all plummet back to Earth. The, the, the moonshot at Disneyland and that, I'd do. I'm not, and the bigger thing is I don't want to spend time with three other people. That's like having house guests for three. I don't want house guests for a day. Let alone three strangers. Brady, you'd love it. You'd probably bring like extra snacks and get to know, have new friends. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> no, I don't I, like people enough. For I, that. I want the the quick. Okay, there's space. Yeah. Cool, amazing. Yeah, you're not Back amazed down. by space. I would go like it's. I look at it like blackjack. I don't want to play blackjack with strangers because I don't know your financial situation, and I don't want to get blamed for you not being able to make your house payment. Yeah, because if I make the wrong move, and I know the moves of blackjack, but if you had something else in mind, because I got yelled at by some guy once because I made a okay. Third okay. base. No, he was third base. So I was changing everything I got to do. What yeah. you just did changes what I got to do. I'm like, sorry. It's, tw- it's like a $25 bet. This I is ending you. Up there. Yeah. I won't play with other no. with people. So if it's the four of us playing blackjack, fine with that. Yeah. The second a stranger sits down, I'm like, we're done. I'm leaving. I don't want to play with strangers. I won't play craps for that reason. There's yeah, too I many understand. idiots. I like a group of people I know, but I still don't want to go to space with you. <laughs> so if I'm not willing to sit at a blackjack table with three strangers because they drive me nuts. Imagine how awful it would be after the first hour or two of space going, Jesus, all starting to look the same. Are we going to see anything new? No, why don't you just kick back in one of these recliners we're going to be in for the next three. And they're not allowed to shower. They have to share a single toilet. I'm so out. So uh, first dude that drops a deuce on the SpaceX, how badly would you want to just beat? And you'd do it. you poop five times a day. You'd have to. No, you wouldn't. 
called the sphincter. He'd be up there giggling too, though. Yeah, I just took a huge space deuce. John, keep in mind, not only no engineer and no pilot, they also went 100 miles further than the space station. Yeah. Yeah. They're out there. So they waved at him as they went by. Yeah. Well, that'd be neat. I'd like to see the space station, but with people I knew. What if you got a guy next to you who's who's a chatterbox? It's like being on a plane to Chicago for three hours with somebody who talks the whole time. Only pilot uh, I'm going up to space with, John, is that scully dude that landed yes. the plane there. And I don't know if he can fly in space, but I'm going with him. Uh, if I'm on, you made a- me think. I wonder if they did pre-qualify, like they, they got the three. It's together like the three. Well, no, they Didn't they the had the train together. The they space shuttle bit? Ed or what? Because if there was. You know, you're not getting along with someone right off the bat. They're like, you're not oh, going up. They didn't even have like any training. They didn't even like training. That's what I was wondering. They put them so through a couple just, of physical tests, but I don't they know. They did that spinny thing. Yeah, the G force thing. Yeah, is that for Moonraker? I think so. The one where they. I I don't even know if they went through a ton of that. They just have to check them out to make sure they don't die. But man, sitting in space for three days. I didn't know it was a three day trip. Maybe once around the Earth, I'm good with strangers. I'd go on like a sick, like a cruise is bad. If you ever been on a cruise, you know, and that's what people you like. You're trapped on a boat with a bunch of rubes. The last thing you want to do is make friends. Oh, what about? I mean, the the thing that uh, went up the uh, Elon Musk's with uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie yeah, bacon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let alone when they landed, yeah. how long they were in there before they could even open the. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm fine with. Capsule was like twelve hours. We're home. I can tolerate sitting on the tarmac with you, but I don't want to spend but three days. But that's so they don't with... get the bends, right, or something like that. Yeah, yeah the space sickness. Reacclimate again. I've known all you guys for years and years. The last thing I want to do is spend three days with you trapped in one room. The last There's thing. Nobody I want to spend three nobody. days trapped in a room. Yeah. With. I love Medea. Don't want no. to be anywhere Wife. near for three days. You straight. need time by yourself. Absolutely. Wife, I need my own bathroom. Yeah. That sounds awful. I space, I want to see. You knew this was People, coming. What is it? What blankets are out? Uh oh. You guys have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> Stick to jokes. Oh, sorry, yeah. Neil Armstrong. We didn't realize. <laughs> I don't know what well, I'm talking about. Well, the fact that as far as the droning part, maybe. I don't know. He's not. You're right. They, they yeah. Which makes that's, my point, douchebag. I don't want to be in a situation because I know I don't know what I'm talking about. With, and if it goes wrong and I'm so, oh, I can control it from the planet. Really? Based on what, sir? What last uh, tragedy was averted in a space drone from down here oh it's never happened so it's due i don't want to be on there they, they've uh they've worked some stuff out with what the, brady uh, name brady. it what? No, the what? Rover, no just give me an example rover. you know the little they have they've run into problems with that sure they, and there's also not four humans on mars fix, right there's not i know four that's saying, but i'm i'm talking about the drone part of it they're fixing it sure from drone technology there, is, is good but like you just said it goes south sometimes. If there were four, yeah. if there's a teacher, a billionaire, right. and, a, and, a, and a professor and Marianne on the Mars rover, there'd be a whole lot less. That eh, doesn't work anymore. There'd be a lot less There's, a, there's yeah. a 21 minute delay between right. here and Mars to do. To, to I don't want to hear like, control. oh, sure, they got it all figured out because Mars rover breaks and they can fix it from here. Yeah, but it takes months. They don't have that kind they of time. They keep sending the Voyager longer yeah. as long as. Hold yeah. on, John. You're bitching about going to space no. with other people, yeah. then that's somehow worse than you going to space and getting your a hole probed. No, they got a pilot on that one. I would. I don't I would, see how one is worse than the other. Please I would, explain. I'll explain immediately. I would gladly get butt hard <laughs> by an alien if I have to go to space in one or the other. And one's like, we got pilots and engineers on this one. This one got a teacher. We got a, 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 a 
a, a doctor? Uh, yeah, well, no, no, no. A doctor would be okay. We've got a teacher. We've got a, a second mate on a ship. And we've got a fat skipper and you. And you guys can – nobody can fly this thing if it goes south. <laughs> Which one would you – I'm like, oh, my God. Whip out that crank and start to butt me right it's now. It would be like Ted in Airplane. Yeah. Talk down. But you know already <laughs> there's no reason to do the announcement. Is there a pilot on this flight? And there's no reason to make the announcement. We already know going in there isn't. It's like saying, is there a pilot on the plane? Or like the old joke that comedian says, uh, is there a doctor on the flight? This is Spirit Airlines. There's no doctors on this plane. There might be a guy who's – tra- like maybe you don't want him. Maybe a veterinarian who's not quite done yet. You're a doctor on Spirit Airlines. You're a terrible doctor. It's not like you can flip a button like an airplane and auto just inflates into the seat right. and drives you home. <laughs> no, auto's down on the ground. You're already an auto. I just admit, mainly, look, the technology, that's fine. I don't trust it yet, but that's fine. I don't trust Teslas and auto cars now because they'll go haywire every once in a while. One just smashed in the back of that truck in Texas. is like, well, eh, wasn't supposed to be there, so it wasn't on my map. It didn't really read it. Well, you know, our cars now, I mean, anything past, I don't know, 20 in the early 2000s, they are so computerized now. Yeah. We trust them every day. I mean, really, are you know, still drive happen really, on yeah. that. But you're still cars. controlling the steering wheel and, you know, yeah, and the speed that, pedal. And... But if the power steering were to go out, I mean, everything. that's been a problem way before that. Sure. You could have lost power steering and but then you don't still... have power steering. I had a car without power steering. I did too. You can drive a car without power steering. It but sucks. If, if all of a sudden uh, you're sucks. in a car. Yeah. And the navigation that's guiding you, and you don't have any say, says, I don't work anymore, and you don't have steering capabilities, now what? Yeah. Or if you're sitting in that car saying, hey, I have no idea how this works, but everybody pile in, and I'll program us to go somewhere, would you get in there? Would you get in a Waymo where the guy's like, I don't know how any of this technology works, but it's evidently it's going to get us over to Tempe Here we go! Yeah, no. No. I trust the technology to get me there. But I'm not spending three days with strangers. The bigger thing is hanging out with three other people in a recliner for three days. That sounds terrifying. I'm just so scarred from your uh, oh. scenario that anytime if I got invited to a space room, I'm like, wait a minute, yeah. there's probing involved. I, I know that. You hate the idea of probing. Holmberg's behind this. Even though me. you're like volunteering, you're getting probed by a doctor like within the next couple of days. Yeah. You can't That's wait to do ride. that. You love that. And you don't even get a space. You pay for that. At least give me a ride in space if you're going back there. <laughs> Sarah's message over. Encourage this flight. Canceling out idiots will make the world a better place. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> and think of women. Uh, I love when guys use that argument too. Nobody's probing me, man. That's right. <laughs> all we do is try to shove it in a girl, the half our size. And probing, man, that's crazy. I don't know. Anybody would want to do that. I can't imagine ever having anybody put that in my ass. And meanwhile, that's all you're begging your wife to do for you. Or a girlfriend, come on, baby. All the good ones do it. <laughs> we all, all we're doing love it, me. We're just training them for when the aliens come back. And all the ladies will be ready for the probe. And all us tight-ass guys will be like, I want to go to space. Well, you aren't prepared. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah, we act like it's just such a tra- – we screw ourselves out of anal on our birthdays. By making comments like, I'm not taking it. I don't want anything in my ass. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, on your birthday, it's like, how about a little backdoor love, baby? Well, you're the one so against it, unless it's my ass you want to wreck. John, I'd rather be stuck in a wave pool with Brett Vesely than go to space <laughs> with Brandon Lee. <laughs> or, no, I'm sorry, then go to space, sign Brandon Lee. Oh, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> space with Brandon Lee, the aliens would be like, this is easy. <laughs>
This this guy doesn't want to see space. He just likes the probing part. Yeah, I don't get that probing thing. I say it all the time. Probe away. And then when you say it to a girl, it's like, well, you want me to probe you? You give me a ride in space? Let's do this, sister. I'm open to anything. Brady, I think your knowledge about cars is a little bit lacking. What you're talking about with modern cars is fuel injection. The computer decides the amount of gas that is pushed into the system, sure. unlike the way a carburetor used to work. It's decided by a computer. Right. There's tons of stuff on a car I don't get, even no, before no. computers. But Anything I still drive it. That was, I still know I, I'm the one making it go left, and I'm the one making it go right. Right. And I'm the one that hopefully is stopping it and hopefully is driving faster or slower. You're in control of the most critical parts. Moving it. Yep. It doesn't go on its own right. unless I push buttons and make it go. And I know the uh, but auto cars. you can cars. completely cut de- uh, or just shut off a car now, right? If it's on the. You go ahead and try okay, that. So, like, computerized, <laughs> but like when they have the emergency where. Um, oh, sure. They go in, they like, shut a car like down. star and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I unplugged that from my car. The Uconnect evidently has How the can feature. You do that? There's a little uh, box on the bottom corner. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You just have to do some reading. And you just basically. Is you that lose kosher? your. You can lose your navigation. Oh. But uh, there's a tracker on your car. You can take it off. I don't I, – like I read about the Uconnect. That's not the same as the OnStar was, which will just turn your car on and off yeah. if you want. I can Sync remotely OnStar. start mine with my phone and all that, but then so can they. I'm not into that. And then I can just plug it back in if there's trouble and say, where's your car? I'm not going to get in a situation where my car is tumbling down some mountain and I can't be found. And if that's the case, I'm done anyway. Why do I want to be you know, found I don't care if you want to find me. I'm going to be a tattered disaster. That's why a lot of those guys, the preppers or whatever, they, they get the old car. Flip Orley. No, Flip Orley yep. won't buy a new car because he doesn't want to be tracked on his car. He doesn't want his car uh, accessible, Off the grid. accessed by someone other than himself. Yeah, I don't, you know, that's too much technology. There's an awful lot of it. Sometimes too much technology uh, eliminates things that weren't broken. It just It isn't necessary all the time to have, you know, glasses worked just fine. Google Glass was stupid. And uh, we all, you know, the people who bought it, it's like, you're just a wave of the future. It's the way it's supposed to be. And then you realized, oh, these are stupid. Eventually, you'll realize some, some of this stuff's done. We'll never get rid of cars that we drive because guys like Brett oh, yeah. and, and me. I, until, and my rule is until all cars are autonomous, I'm not taking a chance that some Yahoo's going to be in the midst of this computer-driven super lane and he's allowed out there with us. Because if all the cars are – we'll never have wrecks. If all the cars are on a program, we can go 200 miles an hour and everybody will be – the cars will just get out of each other's way knowing because the cars are the smart ones. You throw Jethro and his, you know, his 68 uh, fastback out there and the next thing you know, he's mucking up the works of the computer. He's the bug. So until they get, make them all autonomous or all fly above us, I'll just keep my foot on the gas. He's bounded down. <laughs> loaded up and trucking. Put the hammer down, bandit. So, yeah, it's just a – but the SpaceX thing. I don't even like getting in an Uber because I don't know the driver. He might want to talk. Like, it's a nightmare for me to do. think about that. Three people I don't know in space for three days? Ugh. John, how soon before you you see Brazzers on the side of that flying penis and then they'll film <laughs> for three days and come back down? It's happening. Porn will get us up there and they'll shoot the first space porn. And I, for one, can't wait. To beat off to that, that's going to be incredible. You're in the middle seat. You have to share the armrest. I don't three like days. Brady. I don't like. Yeah, if they had it set up like a Southwest Airlines, <laughs> yeah. 
I I don't like when the waiter hangs around the table too much. Like we didn't invite this guy to dinner. He he's <laughs> acting like he's part of the crew. Get him out of here. I don't want three people I don't know in recliners with me for for days on end. Ugh. In, in fact, at the doctor's office the other day, in the lobby they have like these Tetris shaped couches. These U like squared off. You got to piece them together. There's two. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like there's a there's an east facing, west facing, okay. and they're all one big kind of yeah, yeah. U couch. And there's two of them. There's one over in this corner and one over in that corner. There was somebody waiting in one of the couches, and then another guy was standing next to the couch. And I'm like, well, there's nowhere for me to sit. There must have been nine places to sit, but there was nowhere for me to sit because I'd have been too close to someone else. Like, you own yeah, that couch. Yeah, it's yours. So I just stood over in the corner until I got called because I'm like, I'm not going to – this is inviting chatter. Boo Radley, you're next. Brady jokes coming in. No, here's a, the difference between oral sex and anal sex. Oral will make your day. But anal will make your whole week. Okay. <sighs> all right. Brett Sai says it all. Ugh. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> what does that have to do with space travel? Yeah, I'll, I'll look. As often as you try to get the girl you're with to go back door, we have to be a little bit more uh, open to the idea of a space alien probe, at least hypothetically, because you're basically telling your girlfriend. That is a terrible idea. And if we as men are like, ah, I'd take one if, you know, if the money was right, you have to let them know you're open to it so they kind of – but more girls uh, every day are more open to that than ever before. Thank you, porn. What's this you say about a 27-minute delay from Earth to Mars? Sorry, Richard. Still gone for cigarettes. <laughs> Signed, Dad. <laughs> He'll be gone. It'd be great if your dad was up there as one of the citizens <laughs> in space to try to get further away. But, yeah, three days is too many. Shoot me up in that big uh, – that uh, Jeff Bezos dick. I have a Bronco helmet on it soon. <laughs> but that's insanity. He's going to be like Slim Pickens or whatever. Oh, he's, yeah, he's just riding it. <laughs> yeah, I more I read that. And then, you know, the whole teachers in space thing. I still have a little PTSD when I hear that. I just think that's a bad idea. Citizens in space generally is a bad idea. It's like I wouldn't even trust. Like this is the first all-citizen Greyhound bus drive. Like, what? Like, we're going to let the citizens handle the wheel. Like, I'm not getting on that bus. That's crazy. Well, one of them's a billionaire. I don't care what he does. He shouldn't be driving the Greyhound. Is there no training for this? And In I the love the next that. couple of years, it'll be interesting because they want to build that um, giant space station. Well, they can do that without me. There's, oh, yeah, but I don't want, you know. Regular people shooting up there. I want well-trained people who know how to build and put things together in space up there. It doesn't make sense to shoot us up. It's the entire flaw in the premise to that asteroid dying movie. Send some welders? Yeah. And, well, no. Roughnecks. That, oh, Remember roughnecks. that one? That's what was right. that movie? Riggers. What, Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they sent – all right, set it down. And don't look at Brett when <laughs> you say it. And well, Brady does Kegel exercises to try to see Brett's face over the computer screen. Yeah, they sent – Oil riggers to space because they're better at drilling than astronauts who could just be trained to drill. So they trained oil riggers to be astronauts rather than astronauts to be guys who can drill into a meteor. Not only that, they trained them in record time. And it's like the montage was incredible. <laughs> and what happened? Total disaster. Because you should have had some. Broke. You, you should have had some smart astronauts. But nope, that movie's so bad. That might be the worst blockbuster of all time. 
Armageddon. Save the world, though, man. Pearl Harbor, Armageddon. I think Michael Bay holds them all. Pearl Harbor, Armageddon, Mighty Joe Young. We're the th- and maybe Anaconda. We're the th- and species. We're the, like the Congo. movies. Formers. Congo was bad. I'll take sp- Congo was terrible, but I think it stands out as Armageddon having the most unbelievable. Well, the Fast and Furious movies are pretty awful too. The first one's okay. First one's pretty yeah. good. At least they started strong. Yeah. That Armageddon movie, I sat and watched that, and then people were like, "This is amazing." Steve Buscemi's got the space crazies. Can you imagine? Like, what is going on in everyone's mind that this is acceptable? This is not insulting. It you. took an ATV to, to yeah. an asteroid right. and it bounced. Full of guys from Houston, <laughs> roughnecks. These roughnecks know their way around pretty much everything. Long shot. No, Thank they you don't. For not using Brady's word. I won't. <laughs> and that we could use them in space. I think. Really, you don't think it's easier to just train some astronauts to do their job? Nope. Train them the inner workings of how to make space travel and stuff like that better. And we've only got a couple of days. <laughs> Like, I think the astronauts are a better idea. Well, why don't we just but we put that nuclear bomb on it? Steve Buscemi space crash. Was Armageddon the one with the Aerosmith song, too? Yes. Yep. Oh, I rest my case. Diane Warren. Worst, don't want to miss a thing. Worst blockbuster I cried ever. so hard. And his daughter was in the movie, too. Yeah, Liv Tyler. Yeah. Because her dad, Bruce Willis, and her fiance, Ben Affleck, were two riggers headed up to that rock. <laughs> Their chemistry was amazing. Unbelievable. <laughs> All three of them together. Ooh, and that Bruce Willis wasn't sure if that Ben Affleck should marry that Liv Tyler or not. And then, I don't know, it's a toss-up. Pearl Harbor and Armageddon. Uh, those are the two worst. Pla- I mean, Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Could you have missed the bad. point more with Pearl Harbor? Like, the, it was. it's like making a movie about 9-11 and focusing in on... Side story. Yeah, the side story of the girl from the Subway. was good. The attack scene was incredible. Yeah, but that's you, it. that was pre-written. Right, like right. There, there was no right. work that to be done. Somebody yeah. else already gave you that material. <laughs> the the working around it. I thought we were going to get a movie about the war, not two people who didn't really exist ending up in China somehow. That didn't make any sense. Yeah, there's there were some real um, true stories that were pretty amazing that you could have spun it. Around to the people of that were there. Of course, there were. It's an American yeah. super story. Like every single aspect of that thing is interesting. Nah. Where well, I went to the premiere, I think you were at that too with that World War II veteran, and people were crying. And I'm like, this is not Saving Private Ryan. This movie's horrible. There's a veteran here. Yeah, and this is the second. This is the worst thing he's ever been through. He was in Pearl Harbor. Yeah, and that's better. He'd rather go back to the real Pearl Harbor than watch the movie again. The only thing worse than Pearl Harbor, the act, was Pearl Harbor, the film. I talked to the to the guy after. I'm like, where were we? He goes, I was on the hull of the SS Arizona. I'm like, no kidding. And I wish I would have gone down with this ship rather than seen this pile of garbage. Down with you, old man. Let's go grab a couple of beers and talk about the Japanese. He'd love to do that. I love talking about them. Oh, baby. I still got a sword from one of them. <laughs> did all of you guys get swords? Yeah. Because every one of you. There's a lot of them. Every, my grandpa was like, two of my friends have swords. My grandpa did World War II in Australia and New Guinea. And had and uh, this is the thing about we talk about. Maybe this is inherent in me, going back to the SpaceX thing. My grandpa was an airplane mechanic in World War II. You know what my grandpa never did? Fly in a plane. 
He was a, he was scared to death because he, he saw how they put him together. <laughs> I'll be honest, Brady and I took a, a trip in that bomber. Oh man! And don't I blame him. Knew it. Yeah, it's it's like paper thin. It is so thin in those yeah. things. When you see that first bullet go through that little, oh, oh boy! Yeah, and those bullets weren't small. No, those, those aircraft oh. ordnance were big. I have great guilt with my grandfather. He died in two thousand five, and the things he loved the most in life were talking about war and the White Sox. And uh, I got the shell casing from the only bullet he fired in World War II and his socks hat. Uh, and my puppy Sheila ate his socks hat within like three days of me getting oh, no. And it was like this old, like ancient socks hat he had for years. And when years. did you break that news? Um, um, I didn't tell him. Oh, my, oh, oh, my, yeah. Everybody's to the grave with that one. <laughs> grandpa was dead anyway. He wouldn't have cared, but my grandma would have hated that. She came out here and visited Ten years later, I guess wasn't it? It was probably about eight to ten years later. Ten? Uh, 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 do you still have Bill's uh, socks hat? Oh yeah, tucked away, uh, Grandma. It's in a box, tucked away. Uh, do, uh, are you? Uh, uh, do you ever uh, wear it? Oh no, I would never do that. That would be uh, be uh, wrong of me to do. It's uh, memorializing it. Uh, uh, can I see it? Oh, I'd have to do a lot of digging there. Uh, no, <laughs> you can't. I think it, I don't think it's good for you to see his hat. Oh, but uh, if you ask, uh, okay. Hey, tic tac toes on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look, the Virginian. Turn it up <laughs> to 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 volumes only people in Nevada can hear. From here, oh, that TV was so loud. But yeah, I, it ruined the hat, and I have no idea where the bullet is. <laughs> but that's what happens to all your stuff when you think it's going to last forever. Maybe one generation hangs on to it. But every guy in World War II has a sword or a Kaiser helmet. You got a Japanese sword. You got a Kaiser helmet. It's like a parting gift. Your grandpa had glasses. And, and a hat. The, and the uh, and he had a, blade. Oh, he had a blade. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The old man at Pearl Harbor had a sword off of a Japanese guy. And they always drag like those last three guys out of Pearl Harbor every December 7th. And the day that we'll live in infamy. And then we just keep like, hey, you want to remember your worst day ever? Come out with us. <laughs> we're going to roll you over to the – we're going to talk about it again. It's the last thing I want to do. I'm 102. Come on. I do it every year. Just rerun last year's. I look the same. No, we got to do it again. Eight or nine people are going to show up this year, and you got to tell them how horrible it was. Come on. All right. Can I say Japs? No, God, no. No, your heroism goes away the second you say Japs. We're, uh, <laughs> you got to get woke, old man. Yeah, these Japs come floating over, and they're zeros. All right, cancel them. <laughs> I would tell a Pearl Harbor survivor, just say Japs a lot, and they won't drag you out for those events anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They won't go putting you up on stage to remember your worst memory ever. It's like uh, what they're doing to these gymnasts. These poor gymnasts have to go up every couple uh, of weeks and, and stand up there and relive yeah. their worst nightmare to try to get some sort of justice out of this. And it's tough to watch these girls. At least they're leaning heavily on Allie Raceman. Allie Raceman's great. They're all great. They looked amazing, by the way. At, uh, Michaela Maroney is beautiful. And they all looked so great, and they're all like, these heroes and they're up there talking with this terrible man larry nasru for 20 years did terrible awful things but how long are they going to have to continually go out and talk about this you don't have rape victims tell their story every year on the on the day it happened but we do it to pearl harbor victims we do it to uh, 9-11 people we do it to hey it's the anniversary of the worst day of your life you want to tell me all about it no trying to just live Hey, weren't you raped today, 10 years ago? Tell me about that again. Yeah. Okay. No. 
Can't you just go to my old tape? <laughs> you can't, Hate to see the, uh, what the float would look like to, in Valparaiso. Oh, for, that, for, that, for yeah. the Nasser parade? Yeah. I don't think we're going to have the anniversary of the yeah. gymnastics guy. <laughs> what are they doing in court now? What's, I thought he went to jail for like seven million years. Oh, he's in jail for the rest of his life. So they're trying to get the they're committee. Going for, oh, the going FBI. Before, before Congress to save the failings of the FBI. Yeah, that's right. That's FBI right. sat on it for eight yeah. months, and then the guy, eight the, months. the guy that was in charge of the investigation Oof. retired and then tried to get a job with the USOC because he'd been talking to them so much. Oh, geez. So that's like, one thing. Like so. the Catholic Church. They yeah, started moving exactly. people in and out. Exactly. Yeah, that thing's a disaster. Well, hopefully everybody gets thrown in jail because those girls, yeah. it's tough to watch they, that. F- they fired one of the FBI dudes last week, finally. It's tough to watch those those. You know, and because we know who they are, they're like breaking right. down. We got to stop doing that. That's got to be that's that's got to stop being an American tradition. Going before Congress, just rolling out old people for World War II, and oh yeah, yeah. and a lot of those guys like it though. Like the, they they always have that that decrepit bag hair. of bones on top of a on Veterans Day parades. He's a hundred and five and a survivor of World War One's last battle. World War One, Jesus. He's not doing this voluntarily. You've got a skeleton you've just placed on top of a, tr- a, t- a Tacoma. I'd like to thank the folks over at Scott Toyota for donating the car so old man Bartholomew Johnson could ride on top of it. Please get me off of this, Toyota. Didn't we kill a bunch of Japs so I didn't have to ride in one of these? <laughs> Stop saying Japs. <laughs> German? Whatever we what did. What can I say? I don't remember who we fought. I just know there's a lot of them. Japs, Krauts, I don't yeah, know. Krauts and Japs. Just get me off this rice burner. Those are the most clear memories they have. <laughs> That's the worst part. Brought to you by a Scott Toyota. Let's say hello to a World War II survivor. Uh, <laughs> like, wait a minute. Don't put him on a Japanese <laughs> car. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway. Uh, so we're, yeah, we'll come up with that, but. We'll have a we'll have a memory one of these days from these SpaceX things with three you know teachers and a chef from a you know McDonald's cook, the so, fry guy. When that thing finally blows up, we're like, oh, we shouldn't have done this. It's like playing ball in the house. You can get away with it until you don't. You keep throwing that ball around like twenty days in a row. We've never broken anything, and then one day you're going to break something. Everybody's going to be like, we should have never done this. This should. I always said, don't play ball in the That's house. That's right, and the reason why is because eventually you will break something. Same thing. Don't shoot. St- weirdos into space who aren't trained because eventually it's going to blow up on and we should have never ever done this that day's coming mark my words this guy says my grandpa has a hitler youth knife Ooh. you know what that means your grandpa killed a kid <laughs> 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 took his stuff <laughs> i got one it's little though it's like fishing for bass i don't know i don't think he hits there the, a limit on these? i don't know if you get a weight limit or not i can throw this one back i'm taking his knife though Grandpa graduated from Mesa High School. <laughs> Your grandpa, Red, uh, Red Dead Redemption, a kid in Germany. Not only did he kill it, he went over and looted the body. I got one of them youth ones. Woohoo! <laughs> well, I have a friend who was over in uh, the Middle East, and he said that at one point, the hardest day, and they just talked about it in that 9 11 documentary. Any, anyone, military age, gun or not, shoot them. Right. And he's yeah, like, that, that included 11, 12, 13-year-old kids just walking around. Because it only st- took a couple of them that were packed you didn't with know? an arm. Black Hawk um, Down, they talk about that in that guns? book. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily in the movie, but in that book, they're going house yeah. to house, and they've got little kids that are protecting their families. With guns. With guns. Military age was like 11, 12, and he said, you had to make that decision. How old do you think that kid is? And what's he doing? 
you know, like, I don't know, we got orders to take them out. And they weren't pretty orders. It's not something that the, you know, we were making a big deal out of over here. But those guys over there are like, we don't know what to do. But your grandpa, Devin, he had no bones about he it. Knew he knew what to do. You Hitler Youth, you drop that like a bad habit. <laughs> then go fleece him. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one. That no one ain't got antlers yet. You can't shoot that one. Yeah, I can. That's one of them Hitler youths. Come here, little Adolf. Do you think he knew? Well, he knew the second he stole he the knew. knife off the body. Of this one's knew, like yeah. eight. I got Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> this got, one's adorable. It's got knife pamphlets and yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just the worst. And then we brag. I'm bringing this back and pass it down as an heirloom. Yeah, take that, Hitler youth. Thank you, kid. <laughs> he got his knife and his wall. Look at his little wall. He's got a school ID. I'm giving this to my grandkids. I'm sorry. Donka. <laughs> Give him a little kick. <clears throat> Walk away. You, you realize you just shot a Hitler youth, right? Well, they're all bad. <laughs> Let's good go ones. get some to eat. Any good ones. He wouldn't turn around. This kid was done. <laughs> Let's go get some grub. <laughs> I don't know how war works, but I'd be terrible at it. <laughs> Oh, my God. My grandpa has a Hitler youth knife. I want you to have this. What is it? I shot a child in the war and I stole his stuff. Here you go. It's an heirloom. Don't you worry about what it is. We're a terrible species. What a but mess. the story that came back, this kid handed me the knife. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We was wrestling on the ground. He come up behind me. And I got the knife away from him and I throwed him with it. I want you to have it. <laughs> Throat at him, Grandpa. I him. I brained him too. Afterwards, he's laying on the ground choking. I just put him out of his misery. <laughs> brained him, throated him, all that stuff. He's a youth, and when I'm Hitler youth, though, not a normal youth. What's the difference? I didn't take time to. Uh, I wasn't that inquisitive, to be honest. I just shot. You think we had a lot of time over there? <laughs> I hired a couple around him. Look, there's a bunch of youths. Anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? So hopefully, some Romstein. Uh, actually, there was one on there. <laughs> Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Uh, he just posted yesterday. They got a brand new uh, Pivot in stock. There. What is it? It's a medium. It's a Firebird Pro. So Can't wear a medium. First come, first serve. But, man, look at that thing. That thing looks nice. Pivots are awesome. And they just changed their color schemes. That's yeah. a Tempe company. Uh, people don't realize. Pivot is a local company. They're right up the road there. By, in Guadalupe, right yeah. next to our old building. I, I toured their place once. It's cool. I love the pivot bike. So they're hard to get right now. So if you're looking for a brand new bike, uh, head on over to see Josh and the boys. Plus, you can pick up your five alarm blend coffee while you're there. Check them out at actionrideshop.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and all the other fun. Here's stuff. the best thing. If you're serious about mountain biking, you're going to put some money into it. So you get like a really uh, action's got those. Yeah. And if you're just like, I just want to ride bikes, they got stuff for that too. Yeah. Uh, Toledo, you got that bike for Lisa. It's a yep. nice bike. It didn't break the bank. No, no. It was, and it's, is she riding it at all? Yeah. Is she? We just ride around the – she doesn't want to ride on trails yet and all that. She's not that confident. It's not a mountain bike. It, it is a mountain bike, but not like what you guys not ride. Not like a trail mountain bike. No, She can ride on dirt. Kind of yes. like a cruiser she type. Can ride, yeah. Yeah. She can ride on dirt, yeah. And she just goes out by herself and rides? Well, we've it's been hot, but we've gone out and we ride around the neighborhood trying to get well, out. On the handlebars or – Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like cute. Pee-wee. I want to see that. Yeah. Pee-wee's big I want to watch you guys do that. <laughs> Have you guys tried that as adults? What's Putting that? a friend on the handlebars? No. No, God, no. Don't do it. When did you, you tried that? Immediate disaster. Yeah, I tried it. It's fun. Oh Think God. about it. We used to ride to school. Yeah, I know. And, and, ride to Crisman and stuff like that like when I was in school. On, yeah. Or you'd stand on, on the, the pegs. Yeah. yeah, the pegs were designed. That's how much our parents didn't care about our health. 
Put put a pair of pegs on the back of that, and you tote your friend to school like yep. a backpack. You need to have a kid riding on the back of your diamond bag, holding on to you. Yep. Your shoulders. Yeah. They, going, if uh, anything goes wonky, uh, he somebody riding down the, the bars. It's like the Taliban the in their, in their uh, pickup trucks. Exactly. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> we got sixteen people on one dirt bike. Yeah, we tried it uh, about a year ago. Threw a guy up on the handlebars. See what we could do. <laughs> it is not easy. <laughs> I remember that used to be just we'd do it like on the fly. Like Stemmings would just hop up. No worries. I'll get you home. Though we're sitting on the handlebars and ride them home. That's impossible now. As an adult, riding with a dude on your handlebars, uh-uh. it's like Cirque du Soleil all of a sudden. You're just it's like <laughs> some trick. You can't. I couldn't do it. I don't know if the bikes are built for it. There's shocks and stuff, and bogging them down with big fat Mark Stebbing sitting on my handlebars. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Anyway, the uh, music. Uh, Pantera, Static X, Dope, Shinedown, Starset, Rammstein, uh, Rollins Band, P.O.D., and then somebody hit up uh, Power Man 5000 Bombshell for Mesa High. I actually got on the wrong line there. <laughs> That's all right. I got you. Because so. <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch Mama said knock you out for Mesa High. That would online. work, too, actually, yeah. <laughs> it could go either way. Five Finger did that? Yeah, they did a cover of it. It's not. It's not it's good. It's All right, not then good. let's not play. Uh, Ooh, Blood Feather. Is that, where's that? Highly Suspect. Where is it? Oh, there it is right in the middle. Blood Feather's a great song. I'm a little Highly Suspect today. Let's go with Blood Feather. That's a good one. That last album, disappointing. They went all techno-poppy. They had a couple of rap songs on there. The first one was amazing. First couple, they just didn't do it the right way. I mean, because I mean, it's you look bad. at Royal Blood; right. they they kind of went pop, and I I love that album. That, that's their best one. Yeah, I, and that's saying something because I think that's a great, like they, everything they've done. I've liked. Yeah, because some I, of those songs sound like the Killers almost. Yeah, that's great. highly suspect to me. Had that second album come out, and you're like, because I had hopes that they were going to be the ones for the future of rock. I'm like these guys because Johnny, the singer, is just I think that's his name, ridiculous on stage, and he's one of the like his guitar work was amazing. I'm like these guys are. Like, they're the potential heartbeat of rock for the next 10 years. This and Royal Blood, and you got all these bands coming up that were... And then they put out that next album, and it was all kind of... I don't know what it was. 16's a cool song, but they got a couple others on there. It's bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? I'm not cool with this at all. K-U-P-D. Still streaming... Holmberg's Morning Sickness, online at 98kupd.com. It's uh, now time for your Guadalupe Squares, the weekly tradition that continues forever and ever and ever, until they stop paying us. Uh, it is just like the Hollywood Squares, only completely different. And today we've got kiss tickets for the loser. I knew because, you'd love that one. Oh, I was gosh. holding out on you. Is that serious? Yes. <laughs> I went, I, the only good thing about me going to the last Kiss concert was I was promised it was the last one. This is the final tour four. This was the final tour four. four. Last. This is like ridiculous. I seen them on their final tour in 97. Yeah. I mean. Good. <laughs> They've done nothing. If they stopped being a band in 1980, nothing would be different in music. Uh, nothing. Correct. No, no, I'm agreeing with you. Wow. I don't even think Jeez. about it. No, stop. Stop. Anyway. Well, we'll give you kiss tickets or something you might actually enjoy. <laughs> we also have that available. And that kind of, there we go. Uh, it's time now for your Guadalupe Squares. Here's your host, Mr. Jeremy Bergeron. Jeremy. Thank you, Chancellor. Starting in the top left corner, it's Donald Trump. That's exactly right. I'm back again because I'm really 
more entertaining than any other president, really. And also, Brady. Yeah. Two warriors going out at my new job as boxing analyst for Triller or whoever wants me. You got the cuck and the dyke. Uh, Looks like they're going to climb in the ring together. I think it's going to be two great warriors. What's my incentive, sir? You know, Toledo was a great warrior for a long time. Very long time. And uh, I don't think he's the man he used to be. It's going to be a good fight, Daddy. That's right. Don Jr.'s going to do the fight with me. Don Jr. Who do you got your money on, Don? Hold my hat. (laughs) Here you go, Daddy. You know what? If I I put my money on it, I would put my money on that giant lesbian to (laughs) crush Toledo because we all know that in the past, lesbians have destroyed this man (laughs) financially and otherwise. You feel my pain? I feel your pain. I do. I've had that happen before. Rosie O'Donnell. She made my life miserable for a long time. I know what it's like to deal with a lesbian that just won't let go. They're like little pit bulls. They have locking jaws. It's she stole all, my hush puppies. It's from all that oral sex. Their jaws are very strong. <laughs> Quiet down, Junior, before I go home and smack your mama right in the face. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy. Now, here's what I need. Donald T. Justice. <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm Donald T. Justice. Donald J. Justice, I like to call myself. Trump, Trump stands for justice, and I think we all knew that. We knew that January 6th. When I had my justice march on the Capitol, it's a good march. And it's one of the better marches. People are saying it's probably one of the best marches of all time. Isn't that right, Junior? It was the best, Daddy. Get me a Diablo burger, a Dr. And? Pepper, and make it snap because I'm in a goddamn hurry. <laughs> all right, that's enough. All right, in the top middle square, uh, he took a little tumble. It's uh, Ozzy. Well, right. The best thing about my tumble was that, Jeremy. Um, the best thing about my tumble was when I had my tumble, the best thing that happened was I always say that the greatest part of my the tumble that happened was earlier this week. Then did I take a tumble? Evidently, I did. Uh, oh, the best thing about it was that I hit my head, and there's nothing that can come out of that. Nothing that can. Nothing. There's nothing. I can't be harmed by that. And evidently, the, the doctor said I, 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 I literally knocked some screws loose. Yeah, if you go, if, if you could, if, I believe if, it. Thank you, Roseanne. There's, there's no reason for me to think that anybody. Gotta give him a tap on the head. Like sometimes, an old TV. yeah. Well, you know, sometimes it's like my reception is going. Uh, my vertical hold is off, if you know what I mean. Hey, when hey, you look at this, hey, Dom Delewees is here. <laughs> flashback to the Cannonball Run. It's great to see you. Yeah, but I've, 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 evidently, if you haven't heard, I took a tumble. <laughs> and I hit my head, which is the safest thing for me to hit. How Sharon? Who? Sharon. Ozzy, have you Ozzy, are you back on the squares again? I warned you about this. Now you have to get back in bed. For God's sakes, all your screws are loose. Oh, so the doctor told me I had loose screws as well. Who are you? Small snare drum face woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your wife, Ozzy. Oh, I've got several of those. Several you don't even know about. You went to full Albuquerque! Phoenix! Wherever. They look exactly alike. There's a lot of brown people and, and no plants. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Tucson! Anyway, let's do a game. Go game. I took a fall earlier. Did you hear about it? No, no I tell didn't. us about yeah. it. Um, I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in the top right square, uh, it would have been his birthday, the original Batman, Adam West. I don't know if you're capable of celebrating birthdays long after a passing, but if you are, I'm registered at Restoration Hardware. Isn't that right, Robin? That's right, buddy. How in the world? 
Buddy. Is that walking heart attack still alive and I'm gone? Has anyone seen that loaf known as Burt Ward? Holy hypertension! Pulsive, the man looks like he should be wrapped in wonder bread. He is humongous. He's a loaf of a human being. And yet I'm the one who passed. It's a mystery that will never be solved as to why. But I do know one thing. Catwoman is in heaven. And I've romanced her quite frequently. All of them. Holy pushing! (laughs) Eartha Kitt, because I liked it interracial. And then the other one, Julie Newmar, who has a set of genitalia that looks like a paper cut on a small hand. Holy numma-num-nums. Numma-num-num indeed. (laughs) Sorry, Adam. Nothing's wrong with that. He went Lady Chatterley on you. It's absolutely attainable analingus. <laughs> That's right. I like to, my feline friend, like a fox in a forest fire. It gets so hot. Anyway, thank Quick, you. Quick, to the bat cave. To the bat cave, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Middle Life Square, they're here to announce their new sequel to Twins. It's Tracy Morgan. That's and right. We got us a new movie out called Triplets. And it's all about show business, isn't it, Arnold? This is insane. I've got Saturday Murphy in my new movie, and it's going to be an unbelievable. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to have triplets. We'll have little Danny DeVito, who can't be here because no one does the impression. And Tracy Morgan. And then I don't know if we've heard about this, Tracy, but we've, we've cast, finally we've cast the uh, person who's going to play the part of the woman who is after us and trying to uh, put us in jail for being triplets of uh, alternate sizes and races and stuff. Do you know who's playing the uh, the woman that's coming after us? I haven't heard yet, Arnold, but if you know what I need to know, you let me in on this. <laughs> let me in right now. Her name is Cherry O'Terry. Not Ooh. that bitch. She couldn't catch a call. <laughs> Who hired that talentless knob to come on to a movie? A movie should be called Box Office Poison because she's in it. <laughs> Why in the world would we hire her to be in this movie? I'm going to go around with Sherry O'Terry in the back of my car and look for Walmart trucks to take us out. <laughs> oh, wow. There's no way I'm going to be in a movie with Sherry O'Terry. You can't be in a second Walmart I accident. would sooner do a film with the corpse of Adam West. At least he's entertaining. <laughs> I've never met her before, but I understand that you don't care for her at all. This woman is so talentless that I once started to talk to a cauliflower and it turned out it wasn't her. I just thought it was an ugly white thing. <laughs> All right, maybe we shouldn't catch Sherry O'Terry then. <laughs> I would sooner bang Danny DeVito. In fact, I'm going to have a hard time telling them apart. I hate Sherry O'Terry something fierce. Walmart, why did you run me over instead of Sherry O'Terry? I had no idea you hated Sherry O'Terry so much, but all your quotes about her are terrifying. I have an idea, Arnold. Why don't you try to lift Sherry O'Terry over your head? I think you can do it. Oh, I know I could. She's a very small woman. We can make sure that we lift her over the head. And then throw her in the Hudson River and then stomp on her until she's dead. Wow. This is, this is unhealthy. You're letting her liver in three in your brain, you know. All right, in the middle square, it's uh, Parlay Brady. Oh, man. Fan duel. Hey, you guys got... Uh... You got a couple bucks for a friend's mortgage, perhaps? You got a What's friend of mine on? needs a friend of a guy I know. On your street, a, right? He lives on your he street. He lives down on the road from me. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy's right. And he's, uh, he needs a mortgage payment, something. Or his daughter and uh, wife, Ronnie, are going to leave. <laughs> hey, there's a daughter and a wife named 
Ronnie, too. He lost a lot of money on what he thought was called a peanut buster parlay. <laughs> that I involved was, Ben I mean, Denucci. I mean, he thought it was a DoorDash order. Oh, Turns great. out I just lost 4,200 bucks on... Uh, on the Giants to score 80 points last night. I you thought you were going to win on your Chinese food order? Oh, this is not good, you guys. So my friend who's in dire need of his mortgage payment uh, and his daughter happens to go to Gilbert Christian's, Christian School as well and has a, a rather large foot that needs to be shooed. He's got a crowd fund? Yeah, if we could get a crowd fund going for my buddy. He's run into a little trouble unexpectedly. From that uh, fan duel thing. You guys got any tips? You got to help David out. Any WNBA tips? They pay out. Always uh, take the under. Yeah, I don't know. I tried or four dunks. I took the over on something called fried rice for $2,000. I was a misread. <laughs> That's the wrong app, Brady. It was a, uh, That's the wrong app. I think I just bet the DoorDash driver uh, my car. <laughs> he said he could get here in 30 minutes or less, and I took the over. Uh... I mean, the, my neighbor took the over. I, of course, have no problem with gambling at all. I could quit any time I wanted, especially if someone gave me like 20 bucks. Get back on my feet and quit any time I want. All right, in the middle right square, the many saints of Newark is coming out soon, so it's the boss man, Tony Soprano. Right. I'm the boss of this family. This, uh... Brady, I got an idea for you. Yeah. You know, I think I can it. help I'll you with the gambling problem. Why don't you give me your forerunner, and I'll give it to uh, Meadow. And she could drive around to the forerunner for a while. Here are the keys. Yeah, thanks. Brady, we're even. Then I'm going to kick his ass. Brett, take care of this. <laughs> I got you, T. It's my birthday. How in the world did Brady outlive me? That's all I want to know. <laughs> the injustice, sir. And uh, that triplets movie is going to be hard to believe. Because nobody's going to buy Arnold Schwarzenegger's butter. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Which one? You know. <laughs> the briquette. <laughs> What did you just call me? If you went that already, I'd pull your heart out and feed it to you. Yeah, good luck. I don't want you here. You don't want me here. This is as easy as it gets. One of us has to go. I'm glad I died before triplets came out. All right, in the bottom left square, it's Brady's secret square. Give us some hints, Brady. Yeah, what's up, guys? I would have been 80 years old. Uh, I was a big part of the mamas and the papas. A lot of people God, think I choked on a sandwich, that. but oh. I knew a heart attack. Changed um, up the accent. Yeah, yeah no Monday, Sunday. No, it's not in that order. <laughs> you got the order no, of day. Like the food. <laughs> oh, Monday, Sunday. I see yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. I'm thinking of Sundays. now. E-A-E-S. I love it up here. Gotcha. Up here. <laughs> you didn't go uh, down well, there. It took a while. Have you not read about gluttony? <laughs> you didn't go north. Call it what you want. Every year you do this, she sounds different. Yeah. <laughs> Every September seventeenth, no <laughs> she sounds different. I like it though. I thought it was John Phillips at first. In the bottom middle square, he's got a new movie coming out, too. It's Clint Eastwood. Cry, macho, cry. Hey, guys, what's going on? Dago? How you doing, Mr. Eastwood? Jesus Christ, I'm 90. I look better than the host of this thing. <laughs> Jeremy, you look terrible. Thank you, sir. I'm, I, Jesus. I, you'll never look as good as I do right now. And I have to bathe in oil of Olay to keep my skin from just sloughing off. Toledo, I loved you on Easter Island. <laughs> Don't hey oh me, McMahon. It's new material. It's not new material. Get a new head. I'll stop saying it. 
<laughs> Somebody get a chisel and a hammer and let's knock this thing down to size. That's better. Your boy's at it again. <laughs> Just blocked you. Just listen. Oh, you blocked the sun. <laughs> you, you block everything. You're barely, you're blocking gravity with that melon. Brady, it's always good to see you. Good to see you, Callahan. I always see too much of you because there's too much of you. <laughs> anyway, does the Ikea salesman still host the show or did he quit? <laughs> I'm just glad the drunken Mick is gone. <laughs> All he, right, in the bottom right square. He uh... always looked unhealthy. <laughs> like AZ, only fat. It was weird. <laughs> Bloated AZ? Yeah, how do you do that? It's weird. All right, in the bottom right square, uh, it's the boss man, Trip Reeb. Yeah. Jet setting, Trip Reeb. dancer trip. I'm going to Hawaii today, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you got the grass skirt on. I got the skirt. I'm going to be a hula man. Yeah. You're going to get laid. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Brady has already asked if he can meet me in Hawaii, which is not going to happen. So I told him, uh, I'm going to Hawaii, Brady. And A-O-I. There you have it. A-O-I. It's the thing to say. I don't know any of the words. I just know that the girls like money, and I've got loads of it. Off I go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like what I always say. I'm trippo. Yeah. Off to Hawaii for me. If anybody wants to meet me down there, I'll be the one knee-deep in a Hawaiian. Woo-hoo. Are we going? Yeah, yeah. All right, we've got uh, the girl hung up. We lost oh, the girl. The girl got dropped. Got Our phone broke. Bryce is on the line. We can talk to Bryce for a second. We All need a right. girl to come back. Where did she go? Allison was her name. Uh, Something like that. Angelina. <laughs> These damn phones are all locked up. Bryce, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, Bryce, you might win by default if that girl. None of them can ring because the phones break every yeah, day in this suck. thing. They suck. Oh. So, Bryce, you're lucky because right now yours is the only line that held on. All the rest have died. Oh, here we go. Lucky he might get kiss tickets. Let's see is if, that lucky? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> you better hope somebody calls and tries to take this away I'll from you, Bryce. Lucky. Uh, let's All right. Let's see what we got. Let's, let's see, see what we got online. Comes in. First one's in. Try the wireless caller. Okay. See if that's a chick. Uh, are you there? This is a new caller. Do you need a, a yes, new girl? Yes, we need wow. you. What's your name, never girl? Happens. Never. What's your name, girl? Colleen. Colleen, you get to go first. Hopefully you were paying attention. Pick a square, Colleen. A little bit. I was paying attention. So I will go with Trip. Yeah. With the boss man, Trip. Right. The ladies love Trip. What's your name, Colleen? Or Colleen? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's Melikalaki Miki Maka. That's what I'm going to call you, and you won't have anything to say back, or at least I won't hear it because your face will be in a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I didn't realize that's what got Trevor Bauer in No, trouble, right? it's an, ooh, Dodger jokes. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez, we got to get rid of Toledo. How do you do it? I guess you just disappear for 52 years. Dad <laughs> <laughs> joke. Yeah, 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 Good yeah. One, trip. Ooh. Guess where I'm going. Hang in 10. <laughs> yeah. Without Brady, quit chiming in like you're going. Aole pala aka'a. That means no problem, Brady. Meaning no, you're a problem. Anyway, see you in Hawaii, Kola Hey, Brady, 
Yeah. I got a truck outside. You can move all your stuff out of the office. It's an ooh You call it a U-Haul. <laughs> Why don't you take off, kid? Yeah. woo You know what's in Hawaii this weekend? What? Me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's in Hawaiians this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> Same answer. Yeah. All right, sir. True or false, the margarita is the most popular cocktail in the United States. It's a ma'a-a-ga-a-re-ita. That's how you say it in Maui. Wow. I wouldn't know, sir. I've never been. Yeah. Why wouldn't I you know. have a pina colada? Because it costs money to go to Hawaii. <laughs> Why wouldn't I have a pina colada in Hawaii? Because I'm not a rube tourist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why don't you eat your chimichanga? Because you're in Phoenix. <laughs> Mahalo, bitch. <laughs> You, you've been served some some poi. Now suck my poi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spicy. Spicy, like that ham they serve. Spam. All right. What was my question? True or false? The margarita is the most popular cocktail oh, in the yeah. United States. Thanks to Applebee's and Toledo. Yes, true. He says true. Do you agree or disagree, Colleen? I will agree. That's right. It is yes. true. X kiss the square. <laughs> Bryce, you're up. Pick Adios, bitches. Mahalo, hoes. Um, I'm going to go with Brady, the middle square. Yeah. Gambling okay. problem, I, Brady. I, I had, uh, the over-under on me getting picked was three, and I had the under, so you guys should pay me ten apiece. <laughs> Just ten bucks? That's are you on, to get you where you need. Bryce, are you on the fan duel? Yes, I am. Are you? Uh, you got any tips? Yes. I how to save your family from leaving? Because I got, uh, I'm out of my free bets. <laughs> they said free bets uh, somehow no, or another. I, that I, what? Huh? Lost my twenty. Over under on him finishing the sentence is uh, six minutes. <laughs> I'll take the over. Sorry, Bryce, wasn't paying attention. Ooh, I got a good okay. bet going this weekend. It says here that the Patriots are going to win with Mac Jones. Looks like it's Mac tonight for me. I'm going in. Big Mac. $1,000. What about the Joe Burrows? I know. Ooh, Burrows is going to win again, too. I got to sell some of Kirby's shoes. Does anyone know a Paul Bunyan-sized foot that would need a pair of shoes for 25 bucks? Maybe Holmberg's got some extras. Oh, man, I hope so, because she's going to be out of shoes. I got a wrapper and, and uh, some newspaper. Uh, maybe if you could uh, loan me a couple of Dolly Steamboat engines, I could use those as shoes. <laughs> Is that what you meant by that? <laughs> anyway, I'll be gambling on the steamboat. Because I think we're on international waters out there. Because it's sovereign. I had to look that up. All right. What's All right, Brady. True or false? In a boxing match, Jay would defeat Toledo. Oh, that's true. Everybody knows that. There's no question. <laughs> Minus right. 900. Toledo is a 0 and 1 against an lesbians. For this? Oh, absolutely. There's an answer. Precedent says you lose to lesbians. <laughs> All right, Bryce. He says true. Do you agree or disagree? Um, false. I say Toledo would take yes! it. Oh. Nope, you shouldn't have done that. The answer's true. Oh, X gets the square. Colleen, you can take oh, Trump for the win. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Only kiss tickets. <laughs> yeah, don't fight too hard for this. Trump for the win, Colleen? Or Ozzy for the fun question. Oh. Huh? Well, I would. I don't want to pick Trump, but I guess it's my last resort. So you yeah. don't. Oh, oh, wow! Oh, Did you hear that, wow. Donald? Do you hear okay. what she said? Well, 
Okay, she's a Hillary wow. fan. I had, I had a feeling I started to smell salmon through the phone. I thought she was an unclean hippie woman. Okay, okay. <laughs> Way to go. Shirt. All right. Uh, you know what? Her side says tax the rich. I say tax this bitch. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Way to go. Your last resort, Colleen. That's very nice. Daddy, I want to marry her. No, you won't be doing that, Junior. I tell you what. You bring her to the house, there's going to be trouble. That's for sure. But nobody makes my Junior look like a fool. That's a fact. Anyway, great warriors, both great warriors, Colleen and Bryce. One's just dumber than the other. Bryce, clearly a man. The other, scientifically less than, <laughs> thanks to a vagina and a small brain. Because we know that's true. Colleen, are you a liberal cuck? <laughs> I'd rather not say. That means yes. <laughs> I would be ashamed of it, too. I wouldn't say it out loud. I'm a proud oh. Republican. I love Jesus, and I love the flag, and I love guns. And I wish I had one right now because I would shoot you with it. <laughs> All right. Ask me a question. Her last resort, even though she didn't want me. I, you know what? I can take it. It's all right, fun. true or false, Donald. Yep. Toledo runs all the text line stuff and Whoa. is responsible for blocking all <laughs> what, users. What the hell? As far as I understand it, oh, Toledo's, in, Toledo's in charge of all the things. <laughs> Come on, Bryce. And he can read. He's got a special He's got a special app on his phone that tells you when a lesbian is on the other line. It's a big green dot. And Colleen's it, not a lesbian. Yeah, and that's it. He and Sleepy Joe and Colleen, they get together and they do all sorts of weird things and they, they block out their own. You know... Colleen, you always this. The, you know, we get a girl on the phone all the time, and, and this seems to happen every time one of these floozies starts poontanging around with show folk. <laughs> Isn't that right, Junior? That's right, Daddy. Don't you think Colleen's done her share of show folk poontanging <laughs> enough? That's what I think's going on right now. You know what, Colleen? You probably would do it. Show folk poontanger. It's a line from a movie. You probably don't know what we're doing. <laughs> you know what? Because I'm, I'm not a guy. I don't know movie clues. I was going to say, Colleen, ask a man. He'll explain it. She's not allowed to watch movies because she's a female. But she's so. not allowed to understand them. And that's not her fault. That's God. I'll say, I'll say Toledo probably does have special uh, instances in which he blocks lesbians from winning contests because he's against them. All right, you agree or Unlike disagree, Colleen, Colleen, who is against one uh, at her own will okay. because she likes to have sex with women, probably, because she's against God. <laughs> you realize you're called... I, I'm a, I need... Go ahead. I just need clarification. So the, the question is, is Toledo in charge of all texting, which he is? No, the question is, do you agree with Donald Trump anybody. or not? Do you agree with me or not? It doesn't really matter. See, lady, this is, again, the boontanging problem. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just get your mind off of it for five seconds. Agree. Okay. What was that? She agrees. But you know what another thing she does? She talks when I'm talking. And you know what? That's a very common trait of women who don't listen. Liberal women don't want to hear a man talking. Because you know what? They hate hearing the correct answer. Daddy, I'm hungry. <laughs> All right. Quiet down, Junior. Or I'm going to go across. Junior sound like Fat Elvis. Because sometimes he is a little bit like Fat Elvis. <laughs> the same. Every Junior is that. that you know what, though, Colleen? I bet you got a real nice ass. <laughs> It's a quote from a movie. You don't understand it. Have a man explain it. You're laughing because you think you have to, but that's okay. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you that Toledo has a blocker. That's right. It is true. Everybody, Colleen wins. I call BS. I'm with Bryce. Give Bryce something. No, we're giving Colleen kiss tickets. It's an ultimate oh, punishment. Oh, we'll we, look up Bryce. No way. For a while there, when I had Gitmo yeah. running, I thought to myself, you know what I should do is have Kiss go play, and these terrorists will tell us everything we want. <laughs> 
Uh, what would you rather be, waterboarded or hear another song from Gene and Paul? And they said, please, go get the pitcher in the towel immediately. I get these ghouls out of here. All right, I'm out of here. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> here goes that junior again. Forgot your son. God damn oh, Open the door. Junior, walk out the door. I, I, I'd forgotten him. I'd actually abandoned him. It Toledo, sound familiar? Do. You got your own. You, try, I've tried. Stick with me, Don Jr. Yeah. I'll let you know. Don't worry about on. it. If anybody knows how a daddy leaves, it's him. <laughs> All right, let's get the heck out of here, shall we? We're done. There's your squares. We got to go. Uh, kiss tickets? <laughs> yeah. Join they, me on Sunday at oh. Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, you got a football thing yep. this weekend. Twin Peaks uh, Sunday. Which one are you going to? Do you know? To the one in Camelback, I believe. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's my neck of the woods. Yep. You going to come join me? Nope. I'll be come on, man. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Nope. Uh, Cardinals and Vikings game. It's Camelback in 20 seconds. It's actually a good one. Yeah. Good Twin Peaks. We'll be there until halftime. Big Red Radio for some Arizona Cardinals football kickoffs at 1. Get there early to get a seat. And check out the Bud Light Seltzer Foot Locker to win some awesome Cardinals gear at the end of the season. That's pretty cool. Slip they made a replica tickets. of uh, Pat Tillman's locker, I believe, and they're going to parade it around. And oh, give that's it away. cool. Well, each each location has its own locker. Oh, they have its yeah. own. Oh, yeah. neat. Uh, Cardinals and Panther tickets too. You're going to yep. give those away on Sunday. So get on over there to the Twin Peaks. Say hi to Toledo and the rest of the KUPD gang. Camelback Road and 22nd Street. Sunday about one o'clock. Rich will be there. Get there a little early. We're done. Uh, you guys have yourselves a fantastic weekend, and we'll catch you. Uh, Monday, right here in the morning sickness. So, hold on. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. Well, you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Um, the trash thing. People, I'm answering email after email. People have answers. Too. I've got trash truck people. I've got city advisors in on this thing. One guy said it happened to him once. He sent a picture to the city. And they, they took his bill apart, said, you're not paying anything. Spray, you've got you've got recourse here, and you keep letting it happen. I'm very upset about the trash. Thing. We'll get that straight in a second. Uh, I'm going to have this man fired. Yes. Brady, I'm talking about Brady. <laughs> oh. For, for no, being no, in that. No, yeah, no, no. we got, we got to get him out of here because I can't live with this kind of mamby-pamby push. I'm saying he's a trash boy, be a trash man. You're just being a boy. Fire up. Protect that house. Protect your refuse. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry, getting a little fired up over here. Yeah, you are. I feel a little bit. No need for that. That's the thing. I was gonna. We were. I was thinking about like what what kind of game can we do? And the only thing we have to give away is kiss tickets. I don't want to subject you guys to that because it just makes me sick. It's like uh, Jimmy Buffett's guitars. We I want just people throw, to play. Yeah, we want people to actually want the prize that we give away. We played the Guadalupe Squares party for kiss tickets, and 
It was like we were trying to hand them fire. Uh, well, they don't. Nobody wants to touch it. You got any party coat subs yeah. gift cards? Uh, yeah. You know, I'll trade those in. It's tight. And the only game I could think of for that would be like, you know, worst song battle. You know, like name the name that tune of the worst songs ever that were hits. Jimmy Buffett's catalog. Jimmy Buffett, all of it. You started singing <laughs> cheeseburgers in paradise. <laughs> I thought a meatloaf, the Ting Tings. My friend Colin and I had a conversation the other day about what one song that's absolutely dreadful is still one you listen to. And Ting Tings, that that song's so bad. Do you know that one? No, Which one you talking? They call me yeah. Lisa. They call me Jane or whatever. Oh, that's yeah. not my name. You find yeah, the Ting Tings. It is brutal. Tub thumping. Uh, oh, jumble along, but you can't help but go along with it, and it's just horrible. And then I started thinking, well, we would play a game of just terrible, terrible songs. Delilah, or whatever that. Uh, hey there, Delilah. Yeah. I've got a big nose oh. in my head. Oh, they have a bunch of songs here. Uh, that's not my name. Is that Tink the Tinks? That's, that's the one. one. That's the horrible one. Well, the Tink Tinks are got more hits, but this was the one that blew up. I cannot stand this thing. It's nails on a truck board. And when Colin brought it up, I was like, ah. Oh, Barbie Girl is mine. Barbie Girl. I'll listen to Barbie Girl top to bottom. Nails on a chalkboard. Oh, man, that's bad. I'd still see him before Kiss, though. <laughs> well, she's better to look at than Gene Simmons. Yeah. I don't remember this song. Wait until it gets to the chorus, you will. And you're going to go, oh, that's why you don't remember it, because you turn it off every time. <laughs> This thing was everywhere for a minute. They call me help. They call me Stacy. Oh, this sucks. They yeah. Call me oh, it drives me bananas. They call me Jane. But since they Collins brought it up, I can't stop That's thinking about name. it. That's not my and then name. we have Kiss tickets. I'm like, oh, we get it. Since it's in my brain, we do worse songs ever to Maybe be hit. Maybe Kiss will cover that song. Oh, they they should be so lucky to have a hit well written like that. <laughs> That's not That's my not name. Kiss is my name. Kiss. Kiss. Yeah, I would listen to Kiss sing that. Oh, and that's it. So bad. I, I am. Again, I go back to it. Buffett, The Doors, Kiss. What were we thinking? Three Eleven. Oh, that's not in the stop. You just made my stomach <laughs> turn. Again, what's my line on Three Eleven? I'd rather watch Nine Eleven. I'd rather listen. I would rather listen to Nine Eleven than than watch a Three Eleven. <laughs> The, the, the tender sounds of planes smashing into buildings is so much better than any 311 concert you could drag me. And I, you know, 311. But yeah, so then we just started playing songs we all hate. And then, what's the point Joel of that? Thanks a lot, Kiss. What was that other one you like, Tangerine Speedo or something? Tangerine Speedo is uh, something that almost caused me to be fired the first time uh, in radio. Because I kept, bra- we used to play CDs. And Tangerine Speedo was. Dave Smiley, the morning yeah, guy, when I was doing afternoon. Oh, it was awful. What was the band's name? Uh, who cares? Caviar. Yeah, caviar. Caviar. That's and yeah, and uh, our, our one of my best friends ever. He's no longer with us. Kevin Mannion. I just love this guy. He was our program. Uh, yeah, he was our music director, and he was bringing this this song down all the time, and putting it in the rotation. I'm like, this song is not good just because that douchebag in the morning likes it. That guy's an idiot. We got to stop acting. Oh no, he loves it. And he plays it like three times a morning. I'm like, right. Which is why they're in eighth place. That's a horrible thing to do. Talk to the guy in first in the afternoons and listen. So there you go. I'd go through. Oh! I would break the CD every day. And Kevin would burn a new one and put it in, and I would break it. And he started to do it during my show. 
And we got to one day where I'd break it and I'd put it down and he'd reach down into his bag and he'd put a new one in the thing and plop it in the wall and I'd pull it out of the wall and I'd break it. I'm like, Kevin, I won't play this. You don't have to break it every time. I'm like, I want to save the station. I've got pride. This was... Oh, oh feel it, Johnny. <laughs> like, why did you bring me back for this? And it wasn't a hit either. This is a stretch. There's another one we did called Cowboy Mouth. Jenny Says is the yeah. name of the song. Jenny Says! Oh, and... Turn off the radio. I want to break the computer that it's playing on. Yeah, so Kiss makes me mad. So I was going to give Kiss tickets away today, but you know what we'll do? We'll give them to a charity of <laughs> blind and deaf people because it's the only concert I would let them see. What's this one? Oh, Jenny says... This song was so annoying, and we had to play this too. And they were all excited because the drummer has so much energy. The, he was the lead. Yeah. He was the lead singer. Yeah. He'd be up front. And he would start dancing and playing. Stand drumming. We had them in town every couple weeks. Oh, really? Oh, they're like a house band? Everything for the zone. At the Cajun house. Turn up the radio. Doobie-doo. Yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't part of any of it. They wouldn't invite me to stuff. Like, we're having cowboy fun, I wasn't. You're right. If that's fun, I'm not fun. <laughs> if that was fun, you're right. Now, one thing I didn't understand was that the Jenny Says crowd was a bunch of hot Scottsdale girls. Yeah. Couldn't figure that out. Same with the, uh, I mean. I don't know who else. Had those, uh, that's what Tangerine Speedo no, did, No, they did nothing. Uh, no, nobody went Right in the heart that. of the... Nobody saw that band live, ever. Post Friends. Please. Tangerine Speedo was uh, only on the zone. Only one station wanted it. That's why that guy was so... Like, he'd show up. I did have to give it to the Cowboy Mouth guys. This chick showed up to that stuff. But what's this one? Oh, for, oh this I love. Because <laughs> I'm in the video. Jump in. She's hot, that's why. I'm susceptible to the... If you're better looking than the talent, I'll... Uh, Olivia Jade on Dancing with the Stars. I don't care if she can dance. Barbie, let's go party. I can't do Wow. <laughs> Look at her. And I'm in the video, so I, I always took to this, like... People used to make me say that. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. <laughs> Just a bald guy. She's beautiful. But yeah, we can't play the trash songs game because everybody's got their own. And then I'd just be covered in like all the stuff. Is it would be great, Brady? Is uh, this case says perfect tickets? A game about trash would be kiss tickets. And you've been talking about trash all morning. <laughs> That's true. Your point. Anyway, so no kiss tickets. You know why? Because I care about you guys. I want our gifts to be something you like. We'll still give those kiss tickets away. But I can't do it through a game where we're actually excited about giving. I'm calling that person a winner. How dare we even try that? Have you seen Kiss Live in the last 44 years? It's terrible. Kiss fans, you have to step back and write. It's like me with Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. There's a time when you have to step back and go, it's over. You can't be the quarterback anymore. You guys aren't doing it. The Rolling Stones, even with dead guys, are still entertaining and still get it done. Yeah. Have they written a good song in 40 years? No. Not really. A couple, maybe, but nothing special. But they still go on stage at 80 and kill it. Here's my pile of dung. Kiss has never done it. Who's your... Oh, I, this is your... Yeah. 
I almost disown my dad. I hate, I hate wedding like this. Song. I do too. Yeah. This is a deal breaker for me. If you're a Buffett fan, we're not friends. Immediately. I could I could get a Brady on screen. That is Black Brady and a big cheeseburger. <laughs> and he is certainly in paradise. Stop. <laughs> what are we doing to ourselves? It's exactly the reason I didn't want to play the game. And we're playing them anyway. And don't get me started on meatloaf. Oh, all right. Don't do it. <laughs> Although I do like the message behind I would do anything for love, but I won't do that because it's basically like, don't put your finger in my butt. <laughs> I would do anything for love. Is that what this one is? Yeah. It's just so over-the-top dramatic. Oh, yeah. All his music is. Oh, his performance. It's not. It's just a fat guy that moves around here. get together before they go on stage. Yeah. Put your hands in. They all do. He's the Dracula thing. Think of this, though. I'd do anything for love. Run right into hell and back. I'd do Brady, I'd do anything for love. But I'm not doing that. Get your finger out of my ass. <laughs> Only thing it could be. I didn't realize how many times his nose has been broken. Huh? Oh, that's makeup. Yeah. Oh, I oh, thought I that was the low nose. He's a beauty and the beast. The girl in this video is hot, though. Anything. But I won't do that. When was this out? 94? Five? Uh, Maybe earlier than that. But I won't do that. Get your finger out of my ass. No, I won't do that. I want anyone in my ass. Uh, I don't know how. 93. 93. All right. Okay. So the reason why I believe that is because that's right about the time that that girl dry raped me with her middle finger. <laughs> there you have it. That's why I'm like, I understand the meatloaf song now. Because it was about a year later that she decided to Shazam me. And I'm like, well, I'll do anything with you, but don't do that again. The other one that's obviously about anal. Well, there's two other ones. Glycerine by Bush, because glycerine is KY jelly. And he's just trying to make it easier on you. Could have made it easier on you. Thanks, Gavin. Little glycerine. But evidently he went in without some. And he she was singing crying. to Gwen at that time. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is... Uh, Although he did say, everyone's tried it, right? Yeah. No can do. I can't go for that. that. Nope. No can do. About fingers and butts. I bet you if you talk to Hall & Oates, that would be over. But yeah, so. It always is back to the end. Anyway. Sorry, but we're not going to play a game for that. This one says, uh, have you heard the Ding Dong song by Gunther and the Sunshine Girls? Oh, I can play the worst song ever written. Uh, what is it called? Uh, it's song? the Ding Dong Song by Gunther and the Sunshine Girl. I have one where I actually went into a sunglass store. They were playing the music, and I'm in this thing. It was a high-end place. I saw these. This lady. <laughs> All right. I don't know what this is going to be. I don't either. This... Mm, my Ding Ding Dong. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's Gunther and the Sunshine Girl. So far, I kind of like it. Michael Troyer over there is house dancing right oh, now. Yeah. No, I think this is like the theme to my cul-de-sac. <laughs> oh, you touched my ta-la-la. 
This is almost like hot releases. Uh, oh, yeah. Do a band called, uh, what the hell is this? You remember this one? Just called Drinks. What's this? Pac-Man Fever. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. Band is called Drinks. Drinks? Spilt the Beans is the song. I went into a sunglass store. The lady put glasses on me, made me look like Paul Williams from, uh, you know, uh, Smoking the Bandit. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? He goes, those are incredible. Split the beans? Split the beans. I'm okay. sorry. Did I say spilt the beans? So this is the worst song ever. She had it playing in this thing. The I glasses remember, I... were $3,000. I'm like, you're selling. And I'm like, first off, stop everything. I'm mad that the glasses are this much. But this music, you think, attracts people. This this is, at least it's only seven and a half minutes long. So this is droning on in the background. And I'm like, you have to stop. You don't know how to run a business. She goes, what are you talking about? Like, first off, you are, you are narrow casting in a, a crowd down to like one person that will like this garbage. Follow that, up with, three grand. Yeah. Follow that up with Warzone. You're selling glasses. <laughs> no. The Warzone by Yoko Ono. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Seven minutes of this lady. It is awful. Windows in my that's house. All they do. So for the rest of the day, that's all I was doing. Windows in my house. Ruin the bees. Spit the beans. Taito. Sorry. Now we're off on this thing. Yoko Ono's War Zone. Still all of it better than a Kiss concert. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd go see this festival over going to see Kiss. If we just built a festival of this, I'd go to this because at least it admits it's awful. And we would call it the Worst Songs in the World Festival. How's the song start? I would pay for this festival before I'd go to a free Kiss show. This is the course. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Kiss is legendary. Gene Kiss was legendary. I don't want to see 80-year-old dudes singing about Christine 16. This is Yoko. We're living in a war zone. Play this at your next it's wedding. It's a war zone. Still better than Kiss. Men flashing their guns and balls. Women looking like Barbie dolls. Wake up, wake up, hold your life. God, if this woman had never blown John Lennon, no one would have ever heard of her. I mean, the only reason she still has cachet is because Lennon is forever. I wonder if Beethoven's ugly wife went on for years after he passed. Yeah, Mozart's wife. Yeah, but you're talentless and horrible. Yeah, Mozart's wife. So, suck it. I took Mozart's load, so I get to do this. Wake up. Hold your life. Wake up! Oh, man. That's my alarm every morning. I'm still convinced Mark David Chapman wasn't aiming at John. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't miss. John got in the way. Like, the truth of that story had to be the bravery of John Lennon to shield that thing. You think anybody would have taken press charges on him if he would have hit her? (laughs) No. I think Lennon would have been. It would have been like the end of the... She's dead. (laughs) Dorothy killed her, and then there would have been singing and dancing. Oh, you want terrible misfire. Yeah, I think Mark David oh. Chapman would have been like, "You're welcome, John." Thank you. It's been a long time. I've been thinking about doing what you've just done. Long live the king. Yoko's gone. But Yoko, of all of the luck of humanity, and that tells you there's no God, Brady. Why you still hang on to this is beyond me. Yoko's eighty something. Lennon died at thirty-eight or thirty-nine. That's that's a no-God society. How do we lose Lennon and keep that We got Julian Lennon. Oh, it's much too late. 
This survived. This survived. I'm going to put something together that you don't want to listen to. Is Julian her her son? Uh, no. Sean is the one. Sean, right? Sean. Okay. Sean is yeah. first. Julian is the one from the first marriage. The pretty the pretty lady who knew not to sing. That's right. Sean. <laughs> Sean. But the one day that John was just reading the paper and trying to not get hassled. I want to sing. Great. I think that's a great idea. Turn on the microphone. And then she did it. And that's how magical Yoko was. They're out to kill. Out to kill. That middle must have been unreal on her. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her a record deal, John. I don't think that's a good plan, Paul. We don't get along anymore. Yoko's my new partner. I think you should probably rethink this a little bit. Have you heard Yoko's new record? Nauseating. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! The worst part of it all is when they open Beatles Love in Vegas. There's uh, Paul and Ringo. I think it was like 2005. Just amazing to see it all together. They put this together. There's Yoko. Why'd you throw her in the mix? She's part of the deal. Like, you gotta get permission from her to get the song. Oh. God, I'd love to throw you in one. (laughs) Still better than Kiss. Yoko Ono opens no Yoko Ono opens for Kiss. I'm going to Yoko for the novelty. I know what I get with Kiss and it's terrible. Yeah. I'll go see Yoko Ono and go, I can't believe this is real. I look at Kiss and I'm like, I just can't believe this. Yoko's at least entertaining with all of her, her she's so I bad. Don't oh, know she's about so bad. Brady, you you and I would have a the time of our lives at a Yoko show. Kiss, we can't even fake it. I will blow you to not go to Kiss. That's, that's please don't make me go. Anyway, we've got Kiss tickets for you in a little while. We'll get I've we done do. my time. <laughs> I've done my time with Kiss. Yeah, one and one. Yoko tickets. <laughs> if Yoko comes to town, I go. <laughs> yeah, and then you get all the people. Lennon was forty, and he was happy because he wasn't with Yoko anymore. The bullets were a gift. <laughs> I can't stand another day. I'm just going to stand outside. How would he back up Warzone? I mean, if he How was would John alive, do it? Yeah, there's no way. He wouldn't have allowed that. Although there is some uh, Kiss, Kiss, Kiss by Yoko Ono from 1980. That's pretty tough. He put that on Double Fantasy. That's on his record oh, with her, and he would let her have a couple songs. Still ten times better than Warzone. Kiss, Kiss, Kiss is the... Have you heard that one? Kiss, Kiss, Kiss by Yoko Ono. Unfortunately, oh, I'm probably going Christ to. Christ's sake, we're, we're down the hole, boys. You're going down, you're going down Ting Ting Lane again we're, on that Ting Ting's Ting Ting's Ting Ting's Ting 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 Again, though, Kiss, 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 Warzone, and then Kiss. I'm like, you ready to go? Well, you're gardening. No, there's more commercials. All right. How close? Uh, Cam's and doorbell. Three more seconds. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Oh, no. And this is just, Brady's right. She must have just had some magical Asian. Phenomenal. She's not hot at all. I mean, he's John Lennon, for God's sakes. Oh, Oh, Mark David Chapman, I'm mad at you for two reasons. (laughs) You missed. You missed one. If you're going to go to the gallery, get them all. Anyway, sorry about that. So that was what I... This is what we were thinking about to do for Kiss tickets. And and I said, well, we can't play all these terrible songs. And we did it anyway. And then we didn't give any Kiss tickets away. Good. We saved you. We spared you that. Elote, sir. 
Oh, we're going to get to that in a second. All right. Uh, we got to do that. we got to low tape. That'll make me happy. Love me some street corn. Love you, street corn. Oh, my gosh. Shut the front door. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Fessley's here. Big Dick Toledo's here. And a hectic morning kid already. I'm, I'm buzzing. You're scrambling. I was scrambling. I got up a little later than normal. Got into a scramble. Got here. I've got Carlos coming down to uh, detail the car. He's going to do it right here. Great detailer. I'll give you all the info later. When Carlos arrives. <laughs> Make sure he's coming. Bring extra soap. I told him, you know, get there. We'll, we'll meet at 5. And he, he's running late, too. But, uh, yeah. So then I get out of the car, and I can't – I have no idea how I got here today. I've got no keys. Car started. But somehow it started. So it's in there somewhere. So I, I have the gym bag, my workout bag. I grab that, and I say, they must be in here. Go to the door. Can't find them. Are you wearing it like a plug? That's what I'm wondering. Are they in me? <laughs> and then Brett pops by, lets me in the building. Dig around in the bag. And guess what? I, the good news is I found my long-lost key fob that I haven't, I haven't seen it in a year or so. My second deck, uh, key for the Jeep. Haven't seen that in forever. Bad news on that is for the last year or so, my car's been up for grabs. That's, it's, it's been hidden in a little nook of that <laughs> bag that I keep in there. So anytime you've seen my car parked, it was, it was available for the start. I haven't needed keys for however long. So I don't have my work keys, but I did have that key fob to get the Jeep started. So... The moron has arrived. That's basically what it is. I have, and then I'm running all over trying to find this key because i got to give it to him to do the car. Finally have it. Everything is good. I think everything's... Detail on. Okay. I think everything's okay. This on the heels of... I have a record, by the way, boys. Uh-oh. A FanDuel record. Come on. Guaranteed FanDuel record. Fastest loss of a three-team or a three-same-game uh, parlay... <laughs> In the history of FanDuel, by a long shot, because the Detroit Lions could score early in the game. Who knew? So I had a three-teamer. I had uh, 10.5 points for the over-under for the first quarter. That was going to happen. The Packers were going to put up 14 by themselves, I figured. They both put up 7-14. That's covered, but that was the bet was long over by the time the first quarter ended. In the first two minutes and 30 seconds, I'd lost the bet because I had Devontae uh, Adams as the first score of the game. And the Lions marched right down the field in like no time at all and did that. And I'm like, all right. And then I had uh, Scantlin was supposed to score a touchdown at any time in the game. Nope, not going to happen there. All the, the little X's were on it. And each, like, within, by the time I checked it, I'm like, that is the fastest loss of any money anybody could ever do, unless you just took your money out of your wallet and put it in, a, in a, like a campfire. And even then, I think it would burn slower than what I did to it. So fantastic work yesterday, as I intend to be very transparent and open with all of you about. My FanDuel experience because it's not all roses. Everybody keeps emailing me and telling me all their wins, all the glory. Yeah. There's a lot of heartache out there. Brady's won. <laughs> He's 0 for 1,000. on the, Did you bet last night? No. All right. Good on you. You're better. You're getting better. The intervention worked. I had to we'll cuff see. myself yeah. to the chair and. Yeah, not have your phone near you. Yeah. Yeah, because I, uh, and I can't watch NFC North football. Sorry, Bears fans. I, I can't watch Man. it either. <laughs> it's just, it's like watching the CFL for some reason. I hate the Packers. The Lions, 
They look like a youth organization. I don't know what's going on. They have so many penalties. It's just weird. It's like they're some uh, pretty entertaining plays out of golf. You oh, know, you get like some entertainment. Slipping out of the hand. Yeah, man. Randomly dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, it was tough to watch. But uh, and then I turned over to that Ali thing, which is if you guys are watching that the Ali documentary going on on PBS right now. Three nights tonight's the last night. Unreal. It's footage I've never seen before of Muhammad Ali, which is hard to do. They Wish have- I'd known that because I went back and forth between checking out uh, Olivia Jade on Dancing. With oh, Stars. was that on last night? It was. Oh, how'd she look? Great. Pretty solid. She's Pretty amazing. Solid. She should get to college for free, just on her looks. That's what I never understood about that. Her parents were. She addresses it too. Oh, and oh, the, uh, she isn't, uh, she's like, I'm not looking for the pity card. It just has been a tough year. Dance to win. She's a talented young lady, and everybody should give her a second chance. They're all going, your legs look great. Yeah, they do. (laughs) They don't care about your school scandal. You didn't do it. Your stupid rich parents spent $500,000 to go to a $100,000 school to get you on a... They weren't in the crowd. I was a little surprised. I think they're in general population. (laughs) But yeah, Olivia Jane. Dang it, I didn't know that was last night. I just skipped over that stupid Monday night football game. That's terrible. And I turned it off when Eli and uh, Peyton had Gronkowski as their guest. Oh, it was awful. I, I watched oh. the Gronk. Oh, he was um, terrible. I don't know, Brett Favre. Brett was, was pretty bad, too. Well, the sound was so It hard. was. Yeah. They, there are a lot of timing issues. Yeah, yeah. and that's just, that, that gets to be annoying. But I can see the executives at ESPN going, it's just like what the kids watch on YouTube. It's like being part of their Zoom call. It's like, all right, uh, these consultants, they're so proud of Could you so imagine how much better it would be if they were in, in the, the booth. same booth? Amazing. Amazing. It, to us. Yeah. But these knob exact, the 23-year-old wonderkind that they just hired right out of Stanford says this isn't how people watch TV anymore. They watch on their screens with a, they have commentators watching the game from their own place. Oh. You can still do that, but I mean, you're right. the NFL for Christ's sake. You can put a little bit better quality out That's there. That's exactly right. And I said that last night. I'm like, all right, my beef with this is not going to stop. I, I was going to try and get used to it, but it is that. And that's the that's the life of a consultant in, in, in media is they see someone else doing something and then they copy it almost to a T and then try to take credit for an idea that they they're they're clueless blank pages of human beings in suits and they wander around going I, you know I came up with the Eli and Peyton idea what to put a Zoom call on TV great thinking Dick you wrecked it and and you're right it's the NFL you're yeah. big money you should have. You should be the suite of the arena, not the cheap seats. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this is cheap seats. And you've got the two marquee guys doing cheap seat stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, Peyton and Eli are funny. I mean, Eli, they started talking early on about the Patriots. And I don't know if you caught that part when Eli's like, yeah, just like the Patriots when they used to tape all of our conversations. And Eli told the story. I was like, And he, I've heard him tell this before. Whenever I had to talk to my uh, receivers – in the locker room, we'd go in the showers or we'd go out in the hall or we'd go somewhere because I knew they were taping everything we talked about. I knew it in New England. They had tapes everywhere. I knew they were recording us. And he said, so we hid. He said, it always looked weird, seven or eight guys standing in a shower talking about the game and talking about what we're doing. And he that's said, but I hilarious. always said it. And Eli's like, yep. And, they, and it just glossed over. And I'm like, that's the kind of stuff on Monday Night Football that brings it back to the Howard Cosell days and the, the you know, the – the, the the huge numbers that they could yeah, pull. Yeah, you could uh, at least put those two together, and then give Steve Levy. And then he's great as a play by play guy. I just don't need yeah. the other two boring, the Greasy and, and Lewis. But they're good at what they do. But it's boring. But if they're going to keep it the way it is, maybe have them gaming 
in between. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah, playing I'd rather, every game I would just like rather that. watch that. I would rather watch uh, Eli and, and they, Peyton. Because they check in every now and then on the football right. game. I'd rather watch them uh, play Madden, <laughs> goofing around playing video games together and talking about how Cover 2 on Madden. It's the same thing. I know. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it was tough. Last night I'm like, I love these guys. I love the idea, but the sound quality's garbage and this is this is bleacher seats. This is the cheap seats. I don't want to sit in the cheap seats at home. Uh, and plus it's the Lions and Packers. That might have had something to do with it yeah. too. Might have just been a thing. And uh yeah, I don't know. Brady has himself a, a pure uh, controversy. We have to jump right to it. Yesterday morning Brady announced that the the city of Gilbert has a problem and his name is Brady Bogan. <laughs> Brady has his trash day on Monday, uh, recyclables and regular trash, which, by the way, mix and match. Don't bother with it. They, it's a jobs program, two trucks for one job. And I like it. Keep people employed. Uh, but the uh, blue bin guy keeps picking Brady's trash up and then placing the bin in his like right in the center of his driveway so he can't pull in or out. Yeah. Brady makes a comment about this, says I've about had it. I'll kill a man. I, I will kill a man if I see this happening. I will open up. <laughs> I'm firing. I will fire. I will fire, you know, blindly into the – I will strafe. I will kill this man. I've had it. It's not funny. If it was a joke, it's over. Eight, nine times later, that's not funny anymore. Goes home. The black bin has been tossed in his driveway. <laughs> it was driveway. laying on its yeah, side it in the driveway. thrown in his I driveway. I kind of laughed. When that I one's home. funny. Yeah. Unless it's a conspiracy to hate you out loud with the garbage. And it could have been. Yeah, exactly. Now, you don't like to think that there are people out there that absolutely hate you for no reason. Yeah, I try not to think that. But there are. Yeah, there could be. Loads of them. I meet them every day. There's probably a a billion in China. I beat two a day. Brady, most of China hates you. Don't go half. (laughs) Don't give yourself that enough. No way. Funny. No, no. Jolly. No, you look just like everybody there except for you're a little bit pinker. Well, the funny part is he was trying to he was trying to explain it and saying, ah, you know, the guy yeah, comes I in hot around the yeah. corner. He's the first and, house on a trip. Well, maybe the guy just coming in hot. I'm like, look, dump trucks, garbage. They don't come in hot after a turn to where they're like, I just got so much inertia, I can barely grab the thing, pick it up, and he's got enough wherewithal coming in hot to pick that thing up, dump it, and then drive 17 feet to throw it in your driveway. That's so, on purpose. I know this too because I know some people. Um, Put in um, a comment saying, "Put your trash further down the cans further Did you down the street." Post this, and okay, I'll say that's fine. I put it down, you know, twenty five, thirty feet. Let me just say this: before that, I'd put it five or ten feet off the driveway, and there's never a problem. They would put it, pick it there's up, and guy. put it down there. There's a new guy. This so is it's a, a new guy. So I put it further down. Yeah, this isn't a problem. This is an intentional attack. I think so. I think so, too. And I think targeted. the only answer here, next Monday. Do I got to pay him off? What do some, I got to do? Put some nails down on the, on the road. <laughs> Let the city of Gilbert realize that uh, they, they're going to have to pay for this every time it happens. Last, last week it happened. This week they're going to need four new tires. Happens again on Monday. Week after that they're going to need four new tires. And I know there's like a, eight tires on the thing. I don't care. At least four of them are going to pop. Big Drywall, like you know those long ones. I'm just wondering if I'm going to start paying for protection soon. You know, yeah. hey, you, you stop by know. every <laughs> you week. You don't want to fight. Thank you, Mr. Bogan. You've started a fight with waste management. <laughs> yep. You're going to end up chopped up, but at least get your money's worth, Scotty. Because I think this is. I think that you're now in. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna send some guys to your house. And you know what you're going to hear around the corner one of these days. The windows will be open here pretty soon. As much as you pay attention to the front yard. 
And your sweet angel. I have the video. I sent Brett I'm one video of, the, of the. Yeah. Your sweet angel's going to be in the front yard, and you're going to hear, those are some nice shoes. Do you like shoes? Because I got some big shoes. Hey, that's great, old pirate. What do you got? Why don't you go get your dad for a second? We'll talk about shoes. Okay, I'll be right back. And then Kirby's going to lead you to your doom. Don't fight waste management unless you mean it, Brady. I'll go, you're right, and I'll probably say, you go what? Leave it in the can. <laughs> Look what happened with one complaint about the recycling thing. The other trash truck already knew about it and had made uh, uh, an adjustment and threw it in your front yard. Look at this. This here's, is a great, it's a good video. video. So there's... That's yeah. so that's your house is the one across the street. Across the street, and then here comes here comes that dump truck. You say is coming in coming hot. hot. That's not fifteen feet, is it? Yeah, I guess it's about fifteen it's feet. It's about off. fifteen. And here comes the black. I'll bin. go further down. He's coming in hot, Brad. After he that, he did turn. come in a little hot. Yeah, but he stops. He's not. He's going eight miles an hour. He, he still picks moves it up. Forward. He's rolling, and he just chucks it in oh, your he, Oh no! He, he <laughs> shook it once, and he left the arm out and batted it down. That's what happened, yeah. Down it goes right <laughs> in the driveway. <laughs> These guys hate you. What did you do? I don't know. And why does Kenny have an exercise mat in his driveway? What's going on? No, that's, oh, that's an oil pan. Getting a new fake. truck in the next, waiting on it. Well, Just like a lot of people. Class it up, Kenny. That looks like filth garbage. Yeah, this is, a, this is intentional, Brady. These videos. Did you post this online? No. That I mean, one you can't I, really tell I, where I don't you really, live there. Yeah. I don't really want your house up no. there. Yeah, there's weird stuff yeah. there. And then the other one, you oh, know, would also say... Yeah, I guess you could Yeah, right up it. in the yeah, garage there. Find the address. Ah, everybody knows where Brady lives. He can come over and give you cookies. He's not going to get mad if you show up at his house. That's right. where everybody goes for an Easter keg hunt. They just park outside of his house. Yeah, I'll hit you with my car. <laughs> That's right. Every, just follow the line to Brady's house for uh, Easter <laughs> on uh, Friday before. Well, yeah, that to me, Brady, is the most intentional thing ever. You're in a fight with waste management, and I've seen this on The Sopranos. This goes poorly. Doesn't go in too well for you. I didn't even think about this, Brett. His gambling problem so bad in one week already <laughs> that he's got the waste management guys. You owe Vigs? You owe Juice? What's going on? No, I don't. I swear. I don't. <laughs> well, it's a pretty tough battle, and I don't know what to do, but... If you guys could quit chucking the bins in Brady's front yard, we'd appreciate that. Oh, I sent you the second one of the uh, the recycling it. one. Don't stop doing that. Hilarious. Mine would be impossible because I got a long driveway. If you put it and in front of mine, I can whip around it. It'd be tough to get to the – you definitely have to do it on a straightaway. Look, those dudes in my cul-de-sac, because I only have the one blue bin in the cul-de-sac. I got an alley otherwise. That blue bin in my cul-de-sac, those guys – you talk about coming in hot and getting her done. Yeah. Never once is it spilled. It's never once on its side or anything else. The only thing I have is that when they come, uh, sometimes I load that thing up because my blue bin is recycling, and that means all the extra trash that I've got, dog poop, metal. Uh, I don't break down any boxes. If the pizza, if you have a pizza box that had pizza in it, please give it to me. I'll put it in the blue bin. Uh, caps, I try to fill as many water bottle caps that don't recycle in that thing. Sometimes it fills up the bottom. And then it makes a cacophony of sound because I love, I love doing that wrong because it's not a real thing. The recycling thing is the biggest scam going. So I fill it up. And occasionally I come home and there's a, like something, like a shoebox is in the road because they don't care. You overfill it, they'll hit it. And when they hit it, if it pukes up a little trash and it lands on the grass, that's your, that's your problem later. Here's the, uh, the other thing, too. Across the street, Kenny's cans, and they're probably the same distance away from the intersection yeah. as mine to the driveway. So – in theory, those cans should be in the intersection. Oh, no, no. They don't like you. The, uh, Brady, these <laughs> yeah, guys are having a hard time with You're this. having a real hard time thinking that this is just a, a common <laughs> issue. 
These guys are magicians. They love me. They are magicians with that thing. I've watched them I know and they marveled. Are. I know you love trash yeah. men. When you watch that arm go up, you're like, how did they do that? That guy didn't even like eyeball it. I don't know if there's lasers or like a beeper thing inside the cab of that deal, but they know how to get that arm to grab that thing almost and, perfect and shake it. every time and then boom, 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 and then put it down and get to the next one. In order for them to make this mistake, it has to be it's, – it's, they'd have to do it multiple places. If you're the only one in your street having this problem, you're being targeted. They there, there might be another you. target going on, too. No. There's, there's a giant Brady. dog poop on my curb in the driveway. I mean, like, that's... you got a lot of people you got, on your... Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm making these lists, I'm thinking. Jesus. You're going to have to come to grips with it someday that you're... People hate you. Some people hate you. Might be calling Doug Hopkins. And I'm fine with it. Yeah, you can get a little cash offer for that thing and get out of that nightmare. Try to go to a place where the trash men can't find you. Horrendous, Brady. I'm sorry you're dealing with this, but it's your personality. That's the problem here. I've never had trash men hate me. Me neither. Think, have I? I don't know. Probably at one point or another, it's probably forgotten. I've had. See, I'm comfortable with it. I actually kind of thrive on it. I don't mind it because that means one less person that's going to talk to me when I see him. And that's my goal in all of society. Now, there's that guy over there. He hates me. We're safe here. No chance that guy's going to come over and chat with me. I love that. I'll put it further down the road. On the uh, curb. That's a solid idea. My car guy's here. But it's still going it, to, but he's still, it's, he'll pick it up and he'll put it down. If he put it further, to, I don't think that has anything to do with it. You still think that it has something to do with placement. We'll find out. That guy's going to drive it to your driveway and dump it. And if he's joking, he should leave a note. You know? Or yeah. call in or email. Or, yeah, or one call or email and go, hey, Brady, I'm the guy doing that. I didn't know it was pissing you off. I'm sorry. I was just goofing around. That's one thing. The fact you haven't gotten that. Or none of us have gotten that, or there's no text. You got an enemy, and you got to fight him. I'm sorry. You don't like hearing that at all. I can see it in your face, even just goofing around. This is not a comfortable situation. I want the guy to come out and go, yeah, it's me, and I hate Brady. I hate everything about him. His little face, stupid little hands. (laughs) What did I do to this guy? I don't know. It would destroy you, and you would fight to try to make that guy like you. I don't want to see that anymore. You know, I've got a couple of theories who might be driving that truck that could possibly yeah. could be one of my te- tennis nemesis. Yeah, somebody that is so enamored with your tennis game that he became a trash driver just to dump. <laughs> nope. No, the guy terrible. down uh, on the AM at one time, at one time, uh, the Dorf. Oh, the Dorf. It could be Dorf be driving Dorf's not truck. tall enough to drive a truck. He's like four feet you're tall. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And if you, and if you have a tennis nemesis, an amateur tennis, <laughs> your life is a f- disaster. Yeah, your life sucks. You don't understand, bro. Yeah. The guy I play pickleball with gets pretty fired up. Yeah, here's that video here's, again. Here's the recycling one. <laughs> now, this, this is the OG. Now, this guy comes around the corner. This is the one that started it. This is the one who hates this, you, Brady. Yeah. I wish there was sound because I'm sure you'd hear, you bogus family. <laughs> and he picks it up. He's rolling. And then he just gets rid of it in your driveway, which is awesome. And the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, he had to lift it over the black one to get it over there, That's too. That's right. Yeah. I didn't even notice oh, yeah. that. He's got to lift it and visualize it before he puts it in. <laughs> That's phenomenal. That's pretty good work. Yeah, it's pretty. It's Well, when you hate, you go to great so detail. <laughs> I guess so. The guy hates you. And that's Kenny's truck that's leaking all over. Eyesore. Let's get that out of there. I thought you had an HOA. What kind of truck is that? No work trucks parked in the, in the grass. just last week. Okay. Radiator. He's got it parked in the grass. Got 45. This is very West Yeah, what kind of hillbilly neighborhood is, is this? This is Gilbert. 
I don't like what's going on here. You got your trash bins all over the place. You got trucks parked on the grass. That is clean. What are you mm. talking about? Get rid of that thing. It's Gilbert. And the best thing about it is once he gets a new truck, there's going to be 10 new trucks on that street because the neighbors can't stand it when a guy gets yeah. a new truck in Gilbert. Anyway. Keep up with the Bogans. Yeah, you just got to figure You got to go out there. We'll have a Monday off here soon. And you should go out and just go, why do you hate me? I'll be, I'll be sitting in a chair. Yeah, waiting. just sitting there. Oh, well, just don't, don't oh, let him see you. Good. But just go out after he does it because he's got to turn around and go back and just stop him and go, what the f- Bro, and he says, "You want to go?" And says, yeah, and then then Kenny's camera will pick up the Brady v. Waste Management b- bloodbath. Got to make sure the truck's out of the way. The, oh, cam- so the camera can see it. Oh my god! Better than a Jake Paul fight. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that all day. Anyway, listener called in. Well, there's fight number two: Colonel Brady L. Chief Bogan versus Enrique the Garbage Man Rodriguez. <laughs> I got my money on the garbage man. <laughs> so. He's 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 backed up. And if you beat him up, then the rest of the time your trash is going to be thrown all over the place. Yeah, this, is, this is a no win. You have to go bring that guy crustless sandwiches like you did the old tra- trash guys. I and don't some, be a I jerk. Have, I have some sauce left over. I made you guys some chorizo. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. This is why we hate you. Yeah, I would watch that. What's that say? Would this be a good time to congratulate Eric on his new job and driving a garbage truck? Hey, if that's Eric, that's great. Great work. Uh, yeah. That's clever. Do all you want. That's unexpected because it's clever and it's funny. That's good stuff. If that's Eric, great work. And and look, I hope he get. I would stand outside and just slow clap. Movie slow clap if Eric. Like, great job, Eric. Dick! I, I got to hand it to you. You went, through, you went through training. This is like a Rocky montage just to move the bins. But he does. He hates you like Eric does. And I think that's... Maybe he's Eric's buddy. I could be. <laughs> Such an easy line right there. You won't take it. <laughs> but I don't think that exists. Eric's friends were all trash. Oh, hey! Brady! Rude. You're just picking a bigger fight here. Anyway, well, waste management... I think you guys do a great job, despite half of it being a complete and utter scam with that whole recycling thing. You know what's great is my neighbor behind me, I know him through trash conversation. Talked to him twice. He's lived there for three years. We meet in the alley every once in a while because we share the only bin for our two houses. And for some magical way, I have more trash than anybody in the neighborhood. I don't know how I have so much. It's the diet soda cans. I, I throw those all in the... In the other I stuff. think you get up Sunday and you're like, what can I throw away today? I have loads of stuff to throw out. Well, he's back there and I told him, he said, yeah, recycling bins are too small. And I'm like, don't worry about that. And I go into my theory about recycling and how it was. There's no possible way they've hired enough people to, to go through this and understand what can and can't be recycled. It all goes to the same place. I've had trash guys tell me, look, we've got a facility, but it's you're right. The blue bin goes directly to the dump just like everything else. We just take it to a different spot. People do their best, but most of it goes to the trash. And uh, but there's no there's no line of people going. Nope, cap's got to come off. It would take year. It would cost millions and millions of dollars every day to make that work. So he's like, you know what? You're right. Uh, Saturday, I go in there. There is so much just plastic and boxes. He put all of his boxes in there. He's like, I just have moving boxes. I got rid of. I put them in here. I'm like, great. Now you're filling up my bin. We got to talk because I don't have room for my Sunday beer bottle collection. <laughs> So yeah, but my uh, yeah my trash guys are great. My trash uh, look if you say coming in hot in your area, if you ever seen my guys roll through an alley in one of those giant dumpsters when there's 
a bulk pickup in the yeah. alley. They have like an inch and a half of space on either side of that truck. And they blaze down that thing. They're, those well, guys our are talented. Bulk, you know, goes on the in the front. In the road. And it's amazing how clean they get it. They're, that's a talented group that you've yeah. picked a fight with, Brady. I think the waste management people in this city do an amazing job, unlike Brady. <laughs> I think you guys are classy, and you keep it together say that. at That's, all times. It's not true. Yeah, my guy over there is great. You got a good I guy love too. That Brett's guy, guy out big in fan of the trash. Yeah. Yeah. Brett's over in Dobson Ranch. And yep. He's got himself one hell of a trash. I've got trash I, recycling. Great guys. God damn it! You know what? Christmas is coming. It's time for those Rolexes to I'm gonna <laughs> get these because they're always on time. I don't even know if they need a watch because they're true. always on time. But it's symbolic of of how incredibly uh, poignant they are with uh, the time and their job and their their dedication to making it right. Excellent work, trash guys. Excellent work, especially you uh, recycling types. Hopefully, I haven't infuriated you. Clearly, I haven't. You keep putting my trash bin down in the same place I put it. Looks like. Looks like there's going to be a gift on top of the can next week. You would actually gift the guy who hates you instead of confront him? Pussy. Yeah. You go out there. You're trying to give him gifts. You know what's going to happen? He's going to eat cake and throw your trash thing in your driveway again. And now you're out money and the problem persists. Are you kidding? That that cake would be all over the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'd get out and eat it. Well, it's tough. I'm sorry you're going through this. It's tough streets. Mean streets of Gilbert, Brett. You don't want to be on the wrong side of this. I got him in the DR. That's right. He's in the Dominican Republic. is better. He's right. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Oh, my gosh. Shut the front door.